Uh, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, right? And just disrespect. Now he asked me to be on here, so I'm like dedicating <laughs> a portion of my time. Make sure you look, double check. Yep, it's on. Yep, we'll see, we got it. Exactly. Prime example of a, of a great guest here. <laughs> um, hello, Not everybody. I don't, think, I don't think we even got any of that on, on audio here. <laughs> I don't oh, even no. know what I'm doing. but, but we're, we're started. <laughs> I, I know you're a little out of the loop without having headphones, but the intro music has started. We have begun. It is the McAllister Hours today myself Colton McAllister we are joined today by Chef Develia uh great fucking so like really you're just you know we were, we were talking about this before like I I'm not I was not you're the last person I'm worried about filling up time and having the conversation <laughs> you are a very you're you have a very interesting personality you're a very eccentric guy um and I, <laughs> I'm, I eccentric <laughs> might be an understatement <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Dude, I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? And that's that's entirely okay. There's nothing funky no, about that. Yeah, I'm I've been a weirdo. Total weirdo. I love it. I've been a weirdo my whole goddamn life. Oh, I can tell you're a weirdo. <laughs> that's completely. <laughs> we see it, bud. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that was uh, not to get about me, but you know, for me personally, it's always been a big part. Of, you know, why it's been so hard for me to like get to this point where like. And put myself out there. It's really hard to do when you're kind of labeled as kind of a weirdo. Have you have you had any trouble with that? Or you always just been like, fuck it, whatever. Nah, I definitely like. I don't know. I I don't know, man. I really I just woke up. It's like <laughs> I. Damn. No, no. I definitely like the last like six months or so. I just like went through a really like big self discovery. And, like, I've always been weird, but I've, like, tried to, like, suppress it and just keep it whatever, try to go with the norm, try to be, like, what people want and shit, and it just never really, it, it felt like it sucked the life out of me. I'm too much my own person. Spent a lot of, like, spiritual time looking, like, pattern readings, and, like, getting to know who I am and what I, like, what makes me tick and, like, what makes me really happy and shit. And I just got really fucking comfy in me, like, being in my skin and shit. And so like once i did that it's it's weird people just like i don't know i don't mean to seem sound cocky people are just like it's drawn no yeah like i my my plan is to be a full-on so, social like influencer so it's i i don't see any way it won't work i, I don't know <laughs> i'm cocky as fuck but like honestly don't i'm 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 not i'm not good at being home but i, I i'm good at being personable and like i don't know no, yeah, there's, and th- that's good. I think that's a good quality to have. Like, there's, there's, there's something to be said about being humble. I think, I think that it's really like diminishing to self to put to like bring yourself down. Being humble kind of asks you to bring yourself down to the appeasement for for the appeasement of another man, and I'm not really that comfortable with it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. So you're very, I mean. This is, I think, is apparent once you get to know you. But you're very individual, individualistic person. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all about it's all about just being who you are, just being true to yourself and true to like what you believe in, true to what your calling is. True. It's it's about figuring out who the fuck you are and being comfortable with it. Exactly. That's what's you know that's what's fucking important about living. About you know 
being here and you know existing having consciousness you know yeah. if you're not living for yourself who the fuck are you living for you know yeah I, i've always plus i've just always been a peacock so like i naturally <laughs> just stand out i naturally want to be the loudest brightest one in the room yeah uh, that's that all the uh, i'm a big guy a big dog's got a bark so i'm loud <laughs> as fuck ooh, ooh. <laughs> dog's got bark that's funny um so what are like what, what are some of your origins or not some of your origins. What what origins? T- tell me about Shepard origins. Wait, like, I'm doing this. My, <laughs> this is a. I, I I was telling. Wait, like, what do you want to know? Do you want to know like how old I am and like where I'm from and shit? I, I want you to tell me about you. Uh, just like yeah, sure. Where like, you know? Have you grow? Have you you know? Where have you been from? Have you dude, been I really from? don't know. I just woke up. <laughs> so so. Was it? We're talking to Chef right now, obviously, and everybody knows that. But like, I don't know. Can we? Yeah, no, this is hard I'm just for me. With you. Yeah, I know. I'm this is hard for me to wrap my head around like pursuing this. Are well, you yeah. able to explain so, that like, at all? Dude, I really don't know. I just woke up. I honestly woke up on a beach in the Bermudas, and I wasn't really sure how I got there. I wasn't in this dimension when I when I passed out. Like, I just kind of woke up on the beach, dude. And I'm here, and I don't know how to get back to the other dimension that I'm from. Like, it's similar there, but, like, things are a lot different. They're a lot better. They're just, like, people are a lot... <laughs> they don't have the weird problems that we have here, like, racial tensions. That's that's It's so blowing. It's mind-blowing to me. I just want to go home to my my home dimension. I don't know. Like, I took some acid there. I took way too much acid there, like, kind of... I guess I just woke up on a beach here in this dimension, and it's crazy. I was in the mountains in the other one. It's weird. Um, so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, I'm not kidding. I'm an interdimensional traveler, but I didn't want to be. Like, I've heard, like, in my dimension, we heard people talking about, like, interdimensional travel. Like, mm-hmm. it was a thing. It was an established thing. You guys don't really know much about it here, but, like, in my dimension, we knew that it was possible. I wasn't fucking trying to do it. I just I was partying, took too much acid, and now I woke up on a beach in Bermuda, and now I'm here. I don't. So Bermuda, how how did you get f- from Bermuda to? Well, here? come on, you guys know what the fucking Bermuda Triangle is, though, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely familiar with the the. Yeah. So so what are you? So you came from you came from an island on Bermuda, or you just no, came I fucking woke up there, dude. I wasn't. I was. I, I I lived like I grew up in a small town back home, like. And, you know, I, I was like, like, I'm, when I say things are the same, it's like a lot the same. Every, you know, everything's pretty normal. There's just a lot of really big differences. Like, like what are those differences? Like, people don't hate each other for no fucking reason. Like, skin color. That things like that don't make sense there. So, like, I don't know. Like, I can't get home, so I want to help you guys fucking learn how to, like, makes sense and like people people know that they're powerful individuals that their minds can do whatever the fuck they want them to do if they just learn how to train them there and like y'all don't get that here so like i just want to fucking teach people like i want to teach you guys since i can't fucking get home uh i mean shit uh why why can't you get home i don't know just like, from just, i'm just, thinking the acid here is a little different or something <laughs> <laughs> but you, you you seem to accept this yeah, yeah, like, you it's, know. no, dude, it's been a long fucking time, like, I, I, I think I've been here for, like, fucking 10 or 15 years now, like, oh, I, wow. I was, 
basically a, like I basically woke up here as a kid practically so it's it's weird man so I'm just trying to wrap my head around this so you so presume what well, like so you're a young adult you're a young yeah, adult yeah, yeah. presuming you were at that state <laughs> when when you took acid um you then proceeded to wake up the, oh yeah i was i was a little bit older then like it, oh, well, before, you're, before. so you're older then than what yeah i was i was probably about how old i am now oh okay, back okay. then yeah. hmm. interesting it's weird it's, that, no yeah. it was like a family vacation i literally I just, I just woke up as some kid and so like with a whole family and everything so it's still your family it's just everybody like different? this kid that i woke up as like he had already like grown up and i like i don't know i just woke up as him Oh okay. I see what you're yeah. Saying. So, but so, but the family wasn't the same or anything. It was like complete. Were they different people? Or were they? No, like, like it wasn't my family. No, I literally, I, I, like, I fell asleep in that dimension and I woke up here. I don't know if I fell asleep, kind of passed out on acid, <laughs> and I woke up here. Yeah. Pass. I, I no, you guys think possible. I sound crazy because you don't understand the things from my dimension. I know, like it's. I'm not that crazy. I look crazy, but I, I am. I don't know, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> Well, we're we're not. You are an eccentric character. Um, I'm not disputing the validity of your claims at all. I I I just wanted to have you on here to talk. You know, it sounds like a very dude. You asked me on here, and I told you. I kind of warned you. Like I told you, it'd be weird. Yeah. Told you, people don't always understand the origins. (laughs) So I don't normally talk about it, but. I guess everyone's gonna know now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, fuck you—you definitely put yourself out here on that. Like, uh, that I could write a book, but I'd have to call it fiction. So, like, what what would your book be about? Just like, just everything, just your life, or <sighs> shit? Yeah, it's been wild. Yeah. Fuck. You want you want to have a cigar? Yeah. I thought you didn't smoke. You didn't smoke cigarettes, man. I don't smoke cigarettes. I smoke. How cigarettes. much fucking tobacco? <laughs> Is in one of these fucking big things. Um, it's about the same as a pack of cigarettes. Ah, come oh. on, it can't be quite that much. <laughs> you I think sh- it? You think it's a little less? Well, you you might actually, cause it's rolled so tight. A bit. It might fuck it. It feels heavy. A pack of cigarettes okay. isn't that heavy. Plus, there's like paper and shit. You have that lighter? Uh, I don't. <laughs> she does. Hey, talk to her, Molly. Got it. Oh, Ace. I totally thought I was going to miss that. Yeah, I haven't smoked cigar. Well, I've like passed through with a cigar, but I haven't smoked a cigar in the apartment yet. So. <laughs> It'd be interesting. But I don't have any neighbors right now, so it's kind of the perfect time to do you it. You know, it doesn't help you that I'm not always very good at like explaining my origins. It's just kind of a weird thing. I live too much in the now to think about what happened back then. So it's like, I'm not very good at explaining that either, you know? Hmm. So... I don't know. I might have to. I literally might have to write a book or something to fucking really explain what the fuck happened. I've seen like time travelers and shit, like posts about time travelers and shit. Mm-hmm. They all look fake and shit. Well, so, so like, I, and maybe it's not fake. Maybe that's real. But like, we even even they don't know fucking time travel in my dimension. So like, I even see those. I'm like, man, that seems fucking fake. So I feel like. If I, you know, really tried to be serious about this thing. So y'all could think I'm a joke. Y'all could think I'm crazy. But, like, I travel through these dimensions. But I just got stuck in this one. I guess let me ask you this. Would you be willing to have a discussion about, like, the validity of it? Uh-huh. I mean. <laughs> and if you don't want to, that's fine. I, I don't mean, want to, like, like, ruin your, that's I don't like, want to ruin your mojo. So, like, 
Just going off what you Science said. and stuff here is different than my dimension, man. Plus, I wasn't a fucking so, scientist back there. See, that disturbs me. You're, like, you're, I'm a philosopher. <laughs> I'm a philosopher and all that. Like, I'm not a scientist, man. I understand concepts of science, but I'm not a scientist. But... So, are you a believer in science, or...? I, I am a believer of science. I'm also a Christian. Like I, I, I like believe in God and Jesus and all that, man. And do you have a certain uh, church or philosophy you align, or do you, is it just personal? I have a close personal relationship with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I grew up in church. I grew up in like Protestant churches, mm-hmm. and like because I told you, man. Like I literally woke up in the body of a ten-year-old here. Kind of weird, right? But had to grow up and grow through this and like. So I'm, I'm stuck here, so whatever. Um, but yeah, I really do. Like, I believe in God. That's what I believed in back home too. Like, even that's the same here, you know. Hmm. Even that's the same here. And it's so, like these are so hard to light. <laughs> yeah, you got you got like you, you got like not. Oh yeah, you got to do the cool thing. That's right. Yeah, the, you got to feel like Tony Soprano. I'm Tony Soprano. I want the pizza, pizza. A capicola. Oh, there we go. A salami. A pastrami. I always feel Italian when I smoke a cigar. I just feel like a fucking boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Tony Soprano. You Tony know what, though? Hmm. Put that cigar on the side of your mouth and talk with it in there. Easily. Can you do it? But can you yeah. actually... Yeah, but like... Nah, see, that's not... Yeah, I'm a fucking expert. No, I can't. It just sounds like I have... My mouth's not dry enough for that shit. Cigar gets all fucking... I don't like smoking through the fucking saliva and shit, so... Well, I mean, that's just kind of like a natural component of cigars, I think. Yeah, but I, like, try to keep them drier than... It's kind of like a... Plus, I don't smoke cigars. (laughs) That's true. I smoked a few cigars, but, like... When did you smoke It's a pretty decent one. Did you get a good... Cuban rounds. So I don't think they're like actually Cubans. No, they're not real Cubans. <laughs> but like, actually, they could, how much did you pay for them? See, you know I actually got the. Uh, these are like four bucks a pop. Oh yeah, yeah these aren't real Cubans. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, hey, it's, Cubans it, are legal now. Like, yeah, they are. They what that have been? Oh, Bob, Molly, look that Obama up. Did that. Molly, pull that shit up. Put you to use. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Wait, Cuban did cigars? you start recording? Yeah. You did. Is it open? Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're working on the screen. I'm, I'm like, how do you even know that? <laughs> She's a good producer. Let her do no, it. No, she is. I, I'm. I'm. Fuck. Fucking See, two beers, man. You're like, like I want to. I want to film these vlogs and shit. Like, it'd be dope for me to have a producer, cameraman. Like, at some point, I need to get to the point where I can pay to have a have an assistant. Like, that's one of my fucking goals. Like, I need to have a team that literally just follows me around because I got too much fucking ADHD to actually get everything done that I need to get done. Yeah, so if any of you guys like cigars. wants to join my team and not get paid, like you guys can come to the company and like sew and do art with me, but like probably can't pay you yet, but <laughs> I'll pay you soon. I promise. Promise, man. What? It, it, we got we got to get paid with love what? right oh. now. 2016. Love and learning. Okay, that's why I thought 2016. So yeah. it was initially can be made illegal. Wow. That's kind of a shitty move. I mean, that that was obviously a politically motivated move cuz I think well, yeah. I think what in that time they had we had tensions with Cuba, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, the bad pigs. Do you know anything about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. No. So I mean, that's yeah. Like, you, you know, it's funny. You always think of K- 
candy as being like this straight up fucking what? <laughs> well, at least that's maybe that's what we think, but like that's what the what? No, 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 no. You don't believe so? Kennedy was Kennedy was a good president. Was yeah, and, I guess that's what but I'm saying. Like, Kennedy was president in a weird fucking time, man. Soviets were doing weird fucking things. There was mind control shit going on. Like, Kennedy was president during a weird time, dude. It's fucking true. They want him. Like, why do you think he's dead, man? I don't know. Yeah, that was... Uh, Powers the beat didn't like what happened when Kennedy got novice. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes certain presidents... They, they just get a little too close to things or something. I don't know. The government's a fucking tricky game, man. Like, I wouldn't want to get involved in, like, that Fuck high no. up. Knowing Fuck some of the no. shit they have to it's, know. It's all puppeteering, too. It's, it's just mm-hmm. all fucking puppeteering. It's all money. Trump's all money. a it's fucking all... puppet. Yeah. Trump's a fucking puppet. They're all puppets. They fucking all are, man. That's why I don't get involved in that fucking I hate Trump bullshit. Like, it's just... He is what he is, and the media portrays him how they want to portray him. They, there's I, a reason he got into office. There's a reason for all of it. Like, yeah, it's it's true. Uh, people don't realize when you have a force that you're pushing so hard, the opposing force is going to come, you know, tenfold. As you know, the further you push against that ideology, and, the more and the, they all know that. The media all knows that. But so I mean, and that's kind of the thing. It's almost like an uneducated decision on their part. You would think that they'd be like, "Hey, we're just giving this guy so much fucking attention and power." I mean, we're just feeding him through a golden straw at this point. Although the last couple months he's been, he's been doing some fucked up shit. I used to think that he just automatically had him for twenty twenty, him being Trump. But yeah, I really I don't did even too. Know. I didn't want it, but like that—that's really what I thought. But uh, I don't. You don't even know. That's Dude, the thing. It's this weird is, times. This is, gonna, this is the weirdest fucking year in history. You I fucking think news serious? on the debates? In recent history, this is the weirdest fucking... What debates? I don't fucking pay attention to this shit. <laughs> There's too much fucking things going on in the news for you. News right now for you that, to pay attention to any fucking debate. That's the truth. I, 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 just, question. I just saw a fucking uh, Trump commercial on the on TV today. I don't, I don't watch TV. I was over at my grandma's house. TV uh-huh. was on. I saw a fucking Trump commercial. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... What the fuck? Like that's a real thing. Oh yeah, did you see like, all this shit like, when it was? Oh his yeah, well, it's it's an election. He was bashing on Mike uh, on uh, the other guy, uh, Biden. Joey, <laughs> good old Joey. Joey, Joey, Joey. I don't Joey, I don't do Joey, politics. Joey. Like I, it's, it's just not my thing. I got a lot of opinions on politics, but I don't I don't participate in this weird bipartisan system that we have set up. That like, how do I? There we go. It kind of adjusted itself. Am I good here? I don't even know, man. I just want to make sure they can hear me. I just want my voice heard. As long as you're like within. There we go. Like, imagine my mic to be. Just not used to having this fucking thing in my face. Like, <laughs> it's like Riley Reed. <laughs> you ever see that? You, ever, you know who Riley Reed is, right? No. Really? No. The porn star. Well, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right so there's, like, <laughs> I don't know him by name, man. I just pull my dick out, do the thing, and put so it away. Been, Go wash ju- my hands, whatever. Like, <laughs> there's do this you know thing by name. <laughs> there's this. I want to know more about you. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> oh wait, we are not gonna get to that. Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> Molly. Do you want to pull up the clip though? Do you want the pull clip, Riley yeah. Reed? She, there's this clip. There's. This are you inf- about to show me porn? It's right not now? porn. It's He's about to show me porn right now. We're not gonna. He's he's showing me porn. 
You can't see it, see, but no. Oh yeah, okay, YouTube. And I bet he'll mute it too, so you don't hear the moaning. But he's about to show me. <laughs> There's no porn moaning. right now. It's not. It's not pornography. Okay. I promise. So fuck this guy. But this is like. It's clicks. I. Is it sanitary? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I've, what is I fuck this? up porn sets, so like... No one, no just one, like, no one's deep-throated that mic. I know, that's the guest <laughs> mic. Should I try? I think so. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? A little <laughs> dust in your yeah, mouth? Yeah, 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 let me get a sip of water, because I need Riley to Riley reads about the deep-throat the mic. Right now, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, right after her. <laughs> I want that mic. Actually, you know what? When you're done, take that mic. I can't touch... This is Corona, dude. Have you sanitized this? I know. I don't really give a shit. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh, she's doing all the faces. Oh Dude, yeah, that thing she's is totally huge. The, the girth on the thing is like. Yeah, she was like smiling she just at the like, her jaw. Did she, oh, she just unhook the shit. fucking jaw? What do you think? Oh, do you, you ask me if I know who Riley Reed is? My dick like kind of responded. <laughs> Like, I just don't know the fuckers by name. I'm sorry. Like, I respect you guys, but, like, I just don't know my name. It's just not what happens. Like, I'm in, like, since I was, like, fucking 13, just you've in a dark room, the, you see some... You've never seen the Riley Reed memes? She's I like, don't know she's memes like by one, name she's either. Like the top, she's like the, I don't know. She's like the, like the fuck yeah, spread it meme. That's her. That's the one she's famous. Yeah, I don't know memes by name either. You don't do ne- you don't you don't meme or anything like no, that. No, I do memes, but like I just oh, don't yeah. know them by name. It's just I like, see. hey, that's funny. <laughs> Share it. Riley Reed's kind of an uh, interesting character. Uh, Molly's favorite by far. Uh, <laughs> she was on a podcast I was listening to, and really, yeah, she actually. She would eat her dog. Yeah, she said if if uh, that she would like full like, on just eat her dog. If it came down to it, no, just like just. That that was the thing. It wasn't even like came down to it. It was like if her dog died, she would eat it. Oh, okay. that, so that's not that weird. Like so in a <laughs> no. Molly's <laughs> face. Oh my fucking god. Listen, 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 listen. I grew up in a place where hunting's normal as fuck, right? I grew up in the fucking sticks, dog, and like. Dude, what was that? If you hunt and don't eat your animals, like if you don't eat like what you kill, then it's disrespectful to the animals. Where was that though? Where, the sticks. Uh Wapalo, Iowa. Not familiar. Like what what part of the state? Like southeast Iowa. Hmm. Between like Burlington and Muscatine. Hmm. So like tiny, tiny town. I grew up with like yeah, town of like two thousand people. I had like fifty two people in my fucking graduating class, and I'm fucking holding this like it's just, <laughs> this is the second microphone. Um, I had fifty two people in my graduating class, and mm. oh fuck, it's still lit. Damn, that's small. That's even smaller than me. Holy shit! I, I went to the type of school where kids uh, just like drove a tractor to school during homecoming week. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shit. Like too. during homecoming week, right? <laughs> that was like the big thing. Yeah, but like they were so proud of it too. But like, or just because they felt like it too. Mm. Like the camo camo day during homecoming week. It's always fun, right? Everybody gets dressed out cute and <laughs> some camo. No, no, no. That was just like, hey, dress a little bit more normal today. <laughs> like, dude, I grew up with a bunch of country fucks. Like, I, 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 I don't. 
I didn't like the fucking town I grew up in. I was I was way different than everybody else. Plus, I was homeschooled, literally homeschooled, like mm. sheltered a lot and everything, bro. Like Damn. until I was like seventeen. You were homeschooled. Wait, so I you was were, homeschooled. So you were homeschooled the whole time, or you were shelter and you were sheltered. Uh, so until you were 17? I I went to elementary school, like preschool through the end of fifth grade, and then my mom pulled me out and started homeschooling us. Mm. So I had like a good like social basis. So, did you have a certain reasoning for that? Uh, my mom didn't like the shitty, like, don't give a fuck school district that we were in. Hmm. So... So, it was in pursuit of a better education. Or, and, or just control. And, or like, for lack of better words, I love you, mom. Religious control. Let's not get into that too much. Yeah, yeah. We don't have uh, like, I, lo- I love the fuck out of my mom. But um, I was definitely, like, sheltered a lot and kept from a lot of things. Uh, probably why I rebelled so fucking hard. Once I did get a little bit of freedom, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I been a crazy like ride. My my wild ass has fucking felonies and everything, dog. No reason to fucking beat around the bush about it, cause it's out there, you know. So it's like, yeah. So, um, just so we can get on track here, uh, what? Tell me a little bit about you, or tell us about uh, what is it? What? What's your? Uh, your company, your, your designer. <laughs> your, I mean, company, yeah. make you sound so, what's up, man? My name is Chef Develliot. I am the uh, lead designer, the CEO, and the founder of Kitchen Fire Clothing. Bro. Mm. Kitchen Fire. There we go. So, I mean, like, dude, tons and tons of people have brands. And, like, a lot of people over the last couple of years, last year, really, the last, we'll say the really fucking last six seven months because that's that's since i've really gotten gotten serious serious about this and started picking names and doing things and actually learning um i'm there's not a lot for people to see yet but that's just because i'm not ready to show them yet i don't want to like put it out there till it's a fucking finished product but i'll tell Mm -hmm. you this there's a lot of people that have these brands right Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people anybody and their mom can figure out how to put a logo together and put it on a t-shirt and fucking sell it that's not fashion that's streetwear mm-hmm. well i mean it could be anything it's graphic design but like most you know i'm talking about streetwear what i'm doing is much further than that i'm trying to build an entire fashion brand i'm trying to change things so you're almost using it as like an art form yeah oh yeah oh yeah and and this year this wild ass year is my fucking inspiration man Sorry, I have ADHD. <laughs> you see, I'm just like... I did notice that. My bad, if I don't like look at you. I, I love eye contact, man, but like sometimes I just get really like, whoa. Um, yeah, so like, where were we at? Back, Bring me back to basis. Uh, so we were talking about your uh, kitchen... Kitchen fire. Kitchen yeah. fire, yep. Yeah, kitchen fire. K? K-F. I didn't spell a K. <laughs> K... T C H N no I no E fire kitchen fire we took the I and the E and put them in fire I don't <laughs> that that doesn't have anything to do with anything I'm just fucking babbling uh but it's it's going to be a very like in your face brand and it's I I feel like I can change things I can I feel like I can do a lot of different things um, but for this year like. So we'll have we'll have T-shirts and we'll have a set of stuff that's out and available for you normally, right? Mm-hmm. But and and that and that's that's part of the brand too. And, and we put a lot of effort and a lot of lot of work into these T-shirts that we're about to be putting out. And I'm telling you when I say this, man, 
I'm picky as fuck about the clothes I wear, dog. So that's why I want to make my own. Yeah, like, that's important. Like, I'd be spending too much time, like, ah, uh, I like this, but I wish it was over here or some shit like that. So, like, that's why I started learning how to, like, customize and make my own clothing and shit. I don't know, like, can't really see it too much on this camera or nothing, but my pants and everything, they're all dope. Like, just because I made it myself. Hey, these, why, don't these stand, kinda, why don't you just stand up really quick? Sh- what, do you want me to, like, show my ass, too, bud? <laughs> First off, I'm, like... Sucking the camera. He's still got up the fucking porno of <laughs> Riley Reed. And now he wants me to get up and show me your ass. What the fuck kind of show am I on here, man? <laughs> I don't know. Like, Nothing like that. This is just weird. I'm, I, see, I'm a weirdo. Like, I'm on a leash. <laughs> uh, you can't even, like, here. I wish I could, like, fuck with it, but you can't really see too much. I don't know. They're dope. These are just some fucking... These are literally... I was road tripping it. You ask a lot of questions, don't ask where. I was road tripping it. You know, just driving around in the car, riding around with somebody you felt like drawing. So I drew on these while they were driving and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty local and shit. You know, I didn't leave or go anywhere. Um, but these are just fucking... These aren't even a good example. But most people would buy these, I guess. I, don't know. I still think it's really I, I'm, cool. I'm an artist, so I'm like super self-critical. But like, um, the stuff that I put out for like what I'm planning, I'm planning a drop for the end of this year. And it's called the Icy Clearly Com- Commemorative Collection. Okay. So Kitchen Fire's Icy Clearly Commemorative Collection. And it's not I-C. It's I-C-Y. So we freezing up in this bitch. It's winter time. You know what I mean? And uh, it's 2020, man. Like, I can finally see everything clear in my life. I see my vision. I see what I want. Literally, I see it all so clear that I can close my eyes and put myself in my fu- in my future self five years from now. I can look around my house, see what it looks like, feels like, talks like, thinks like, smells like. I can get in my car and drive my fucking 2023 BMW, bro. Like, I can drive my 2023 Mercedes-Benz truck, like, whatever the motherfucker, the G-Wagon. I'm in all the, like, I can put myself in my future self. I can literally just, like, get in my shit right now and just, like, feel it. It's crazy. Hmm. So that's why it's like everything I'm doing right now, I'm, I'm literally even about to get 2020 and Roman numerals tatted under my fucking right eye. Because I, I see everything fucking clear this year, man. Everything. I see it. It's been a wild fucking year. It's beat the fuck out of me. This year's been insane. This year has been insane. Holy shit. But hard times make a tough fucking man, dog. It's true. Hard no pain, times no make a tough man. Man, see... See, I could tell you'd be smoking these cigars. I, I'd have put this motherfucker down. I literally, like, I'm a week, week free of sitting, of, like, smoking cigarettes. And this motherfucker's like, hey, you want to fucking smoke 20 of them in one sitting? Holy shit. I hope you know I'm not finishing. I'll, I'm definitely enjoying that, puffing on this. This is, like, well needed. Like, I feel like I earned it. And that's not how it's supposed to feel when you're quitting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I always said that I always said like when I did quit smoking cigarettes, like for little bits of time, my joke when I took a cigarette from somebody was always like, "Hey, you know what the cool thing about quitting smoking cigarettes is? Hmm. You can have one every now and then." <laughs> That's uh, that that was the logic that I always had for a while. I fucking love the things, dude. I yeah. really do. I just I love I love. I know they're not good. You, you don't have to fucking tell me. Like, nobody has to fucking tell anybody that cigarettes aren't good for us. We all know that. 
Yeah. We all do. We really know it's those not commercials an issue. that they have these days are ridiculous. The anti-smoking ads. They're a little. They're a well, little. you still got to keep telling the kids, I guess. It's true, but like, uh, but what, like they, what they specifically. When a fucking grown ass person tries to tell me, a grown ass person, mm-hmm. the cigarettes are bad for me. Yeah, no shit. Like, I get it. If you don't like to be around at me, whatever, you don't like to smell a cigarette. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Sorry, baby. Uh, but, like, I don't know. I really think I am going to quit right now, but it's just like, man, I fucking love the things. They're, the social experience of a cigarette has got me into so many better situations than I can fucking count, dude. You know, that, and that is true. That is the thing I really miss. One of the easiest cigarettes. fucking ways to interact with exactly. somebody in a, like, a bar setting, a party setting. Fuck, just even like, at work, you know? Even at work, dude. You can run into the fucking, into somebody way higher up than you. You smoke a cigarette with them every other fucking day on your break. Now you get to know the guy. You have a relationship Next, with them. Yeah. That's way ahead of somebody who doesn't. You have, you have 10 minutes of conversation with that guy every every Unfiltered. Like, and the, oh, because he's smoking a cigarette. Exactly. Like that's, he doesn't want anything to do with work. He's like, I want my 5, 10 minutes where I just do not have <laughs> to, to talk about, about work. about like anything outside of talk this Talk about slim pussy. Like, we don't like the guy. Whatever, we know? don't like the guy that sits out on break. And he's like, oh, fuck that motherfucking shit that we got going on in there. I fucking hate it. Spending 10 minutes bitching about what you got to go back into inside. I want to talk yeah. about what the fucking next thing I'm going to do or something. What are we going to do when we get off work, buddy? Yeah, right? Like, fuck work anyways, man. That's why I want to be my own fucking boss, dude. I can't do it. I can't fucking work for somebody. I fucking hate it, man. I fucking hate I'm job shit, hunting dude. right now. And, like, I fucking hate applications. Literally earlier, fucking filling out an application. Spend, like, 30 fucking minutes on it. The site crashes. Server goes down. Are you fucking serious? I get back on there, and the thing I spent the last 15 minutes on is erased. Oh, they got my fucking address on there still. The, the fucking work history, education's all erased and shit. Fuck that, man. I hate this shit. Oh, yeah. Retyping like, all that? Like, it, I don't mind the paper things or, like, when I could walk in. Like, I don't... Like, me getting a job right now, like, I've bounced around a lot, dude. Like, just to fucking... Whatever jobs, a bunch of dead end shit. Fuck all of that. Yeah. Like, well, so I like, think, I don't look good on the application when you read me on the computer. Just like, but like, if you meet me in person, you're probably gonna give me the job because I could talk you out of your own fucking pants. Okay, that was a little. I didn't. I didn't mean that the way it sounded. <laughs> like, I know meaning, what you're I, saying. I can sell anything. Like I can sell myself. Well, no, I and I, I, I get what you're saying because I think that's what uh, we're missing out on with this whole age of like. You know, I, I don't know what the job scene is right now amongst COVID, but, like, if it's anything like before, you know, it's online, searching through, like, endless fucking forums and pages and yeah. just, like, filling out. Sh- it's the whole personal experience, like, going, even going in and picking up an application. You, you know, that's an opportunity where you can, you know, make an impression even doing that. Yeah, that's that's enough. easier. But yeah, you that's, know, you that's may- what I'm saying. Like, you go in, you walk into a place, you ask for the manager, yeah. and you ask the manager for an application. It's you like get the chance you, yeah. to shake the manager's hand. Well, maybe exactly. not now. COVID nineteen right. and shit. The, the Just be like, <laughs> give him a solid fucking <laughs> shoulder, dog. And then, like, you get to know him a little bit. You get to look the motherfucker dead in their eye. You get to show him your. You get to show him your character, yourself. Like you're talking, you walk a little bit, not much. Some some older managers, they know they're fucking, you know, they've seen it all. They know my type. But I don't know. Some people like I People either like me or they fucking hate me. That's how it is with interviews. Either an interview goes great or the guy just sits there and he looks at me like this. Have you done a lot of interviews before? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've had a lot of fucking jobs. Damn. Bounced around a lot. Jo- oh, my God. Wow. This is how... 
this is what two brains do. two beers where were you at brain. i was i was at like interviews like this Jesus. oh yeah no i've never done nothing like this ever had an interview on the fucking news one time for like school thing but that's about it damn uh i looked good in a chef's uniform <laughs> chef's uniform oh yeah okay so you want to talk get, about some yeah, origins let's get into that let's get like, you want to talk about some origins chef so like let's get into that yeah, yeah. like obviously chef wasn't my real name or my original name but like mm-hmm. uh chef's fucking <laughs> he's uh well so you sometimes cook. my brain just shuts down hold on back <laughs> to it so yeah dude i love to fucking cook and for the longest fucking time i thought i wanted to be a chef i wanted to own my own restaurants i've always wanted to be my own boss and i wanted to own my own restaurants and really get the uh like get into that so i, I went to school for it i started school for it after like i got out of school worked a couple years at a job a good job fucking way too much money don't go into debt like don't buy a car when you get your first good job out of high school kids it's not a good idea right bought a brand new car still owe money on it bad idea whatever don't tell them i think they might still be looking for me (laughs) um but uh fuck where were we oh yeah so i started school dropped out of school just so like some crazy shit happened plus um, conversations with my own professor. He was like, this isn't the type of thing that you really need to pay somebody to teach you. Like, this is the type of thing you get out there, you fucking do it, and that's how you learn. Yeah, like, it's cooking. True. Like, that's what you do in class. Like, and when you when you take culinary, when you go to culinary school, they literally put you in a kitchen, but it's not functioning like a normal kitchen that you'd get no. paid to work in. Like a it's normal not kitchen, even close. A normal kitchen that you, like, even you, say you get out of school, you, you have like a, say you, you're stupid enough, sorry, Sorry for all you wonderful culinary <laughs> graduates. Say you're stupid enough to pay $70,000 and go to school for four fucking years to be a, a, a chef. And you, you get out of school and you have a lot of experience, mm-hmm. but you want to go to these big high-end restaurants, right? You're going to get a job as a dishwasher. Maybe yeah. a line cook, maybe a prep cook. Like you're like going to be doing the menial fucking tasks for a long time. Unless you open your own shit and you decide to be your own boss. Well, and the pay margin it's doesn't. All, yeah. The pay margin doesn't like equate. Mm-mm. Like the amount of money you pay for school doesn't equate in your job. No, and it, and it won't for ten to fifteen years yeah, after. Yeah, a decade at least. It takes way too long. It's not worth it, especially with, like, I mean, yeah, like so I so one of the some of the, they say the menial income is gonna be like forty five or sixty five thousand or like. It's kind of awkward to just stop talking and puff up. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they say that it's gonna be like forty-five to sixty-five. Like, I uh, pastry chef was always the highest one. Like, but I'm not into baking, so I'm not gonna do that. Like, I, I worked. I worked in restaurants for fucking the last. I'm tw- I'm twenty-four, almost twenty-five now. I've been working in restaurants since I was like fifteen, on and off. There was only only oh. been like, I've only had two jobs now that weren't no three oh. if you count the little grocery store. They weren't food somehow, fast food, or like mostly restaurants. I've worked in uh, a Korean restaurant, a French-Italian restaurant, pizza restaurants. I've worked in fine dining. I've worked in a couple different barbecue restaurants. Like cooking, serving, I've done all of it, man. Like I'm just burnt out on it. I won't do it again. I'm looking for a job right now just to get me through, you know, while I'm fucking supporting my dream, supporting my vision, bro. Yeah. You know? I'd rather sleep on my couch, on my grandma's couch, and pay for a space to me for me to do art in, 
like i have a studio and shit like i literally i would rather sleep on my grandma's couch and pay for this studio that i got than be comfortable living at home like that's how much that's how serious i am about my dream here like damn like that's how dead ass fucking serious about this i would rather be like literally homeless and make sure that i got a space to do my work and shit at than anything else i just it's all about my work like that's all all i want to do is be my own boss otherwise this this whole working for somebody shit's gonna drive me fucking nuts Gonna find me babbling under a bridge like a hobo somewhere. I don't know, bro. Uh, Deadass. I'm a Sagittarius. I'll wander this planet if I don't get my way. You don't so, know how bad, like, you don't know how bad I want to just get in the car. When I got my stimulus check, right, I was broke for three fucking weeks because of the layoffs and shit. Mm. And then I spent some time in my mom's. Wasn't a good thing. Got in a dark place down there. As soon as all the money hit, I had like three grand in my bank account within the first week and a half. It was literally so hard. I was sitting at a hotel with my friend. I was like, you know, there's literally almost nothing stopping me from get from driving in the car. Like, why not? I'm a young kid with a pocket full of cash. Nothing to fucking hold me back. Why would I not go where I want to go? $3,000 is enough to move. And I've got the skills to get a job anywhere the fuck I want. That's one thing about cooking, man. Yeah, if you know how to true. cook in a restaurant, you can go anywhere in the world and get a job that'll get that'll pay you enough to, to live. Yeah. At, least, at least you might have to get a couple of them or whatever in some places, but... Yeah, like it's almost a hard, anywhere. It's a hard skill to uh, you know keep with, and you know like emotionally it's draining. But if you can do it, I mean, wine cooking is it's it's hard work. Yeah, it's hard it hard work, long hours, not enough. Well, I mean, Ooh, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> Woo. Well, and you know it's uh, it's kind of weird in this time. What's going to happen with all that? With all the COVID, how how that's going to affect all the restaurants. In the, in the industry probably a good thing to like i don't know personally i'm glad i'm not oh no it sucked the, yeah it sucked i yeah i was um making like i would make anywhere from seven to eight hundred bucks a week as a server before covid damn on you know there were sometimes i would make more than that sometimes i'd make a little less than that but like it usually would average out to about seven fifty eight hundred a week, and that's pretty fucking good for yeah, you know, a twenty four year old that didn't go to college, doesn't have any. Real, that's why a lot of people. That's why a lot of you know people end up being a server for so long. Like you, you'll work with people yeah. that are literally you know forty and they're still serving tables. Fifty, they're still serving tables, and like it's a job that you can live on, but there's well, not that the much thing. more. Well, that that's the thing. Like that. now, it's. I mean, who really knows? Like I don't, I don't have anything against people that do decide to do that. You know, no, I no. just personally, I need way more from my life than that. No, I get like it. I know the potential of what's going on in my brain. I know that like my brain is the most powerful fucking thing on the planet, and if I want to do something, I can fucking do it. That's why I don't want to stay in this fucking restaurant anymore industry anymore. I wanted to be a chef because I fucking love to cook, dude. Like my name, chef. I earned it, dog. I can whip it up, bro. I told you, I, I said I worked in Italian, French. Korean fine dining, all that I can cook, bro. I love like I, I fucking walk in your kitchen right now, open the fridge up, and whip you some shit. The fuck up, dog. <laughs> I told you I cuss a lot too, um, but it's like I don't really. It, it killed it doing it every day. It's like it's like a like a shoemaker that that doesn't wear shoes, right, or yeah. something like a shoe shiner that doesn't have shoes. I don't know. Like it's it's like it, it happens a lot. Like I cook, so I don't want to cook, and it's like, does a truck driver want to? drive a truck when he's off work i mean it's not the same they're on the road for like six months <laughs> well no like okay so like normal there's like daytime eight hour shift truck driving jobs yeah Do you yeah, think that yeah. guy wants to get home and like drive everywhere 
No. Probably no, not. Fuck no. That. You want so some- like as a chef, you get home and you eat pizza rolls and exactly. cream cheese bagels. See, that's the bad <laughs> part. That's the bad Ramen noodles, side like, of, yeah. of working in the food service. It's like you're so sick of dealing with food all day. The last thing you want to do is go home and fucking mm-hmm. cook. Like, but my favorite, literally, one of my favorite things in the world is to. And y'all might hate me for this because I know y'all don't like him. But literally, be in my kitchen cooking, bumping Russ, because that man is a fucking genius, bro. So, uh, like, would you say he's your favorite? I know. So you so, do, like, you don't really do a lot with hip hop, but you're pretty. Oh, I, I love hip hop. You love I, it. I, yeah, I'm always like I'm involved with it. I plan yeah. to be a manager and stuff at some point. Yeah, um, and I wanted to get into Maybe that with you too. Music, I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you don't need to get into like who you've been client. Or, you know who you've had clients if you don't want to. But like, what kind of? I've really into- had any clients. It's, okay. I mean, there's been like talks with buddies and shit, and like mm. ultimately, right now, I've just decided I can't be a manager. So, like, I haven't really had any clients or anything like that. I've done promotion. I've done party promotion and stuff like that. And I really, I really fucking like that gig. But honestly, I just don't think I have enough self control. Like, it's a drug scene. And Mm, I don't think I have enough self control right now to really just get involved with that and not let it consume me. Like, I need, you know, I need to just, like, step back for a while from that. And plus, it took up a lot of time. I guess it really didn't. But it's just like. I would let it take up too much time. Plus, if you yeah. really want to be involved in some of this stuff, like the EDM scene, like there's shows five times a week. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're like really in with like Johnny and them, and they're fucking dope. I love Johnny. Like, and uh, they put on some great shows. So it's like, if you really want to get involved in that, it's just like a really, like, it's a grind. And I love them all. Austin, Stutterbox, and them. I Fuck know yeah. you had, mm-hmm. I know you had Austin and Lolo on here. Like, those two, those are two of my homies. They're fucking great dudes. Fuck yeah. And like, I definitely I'm I'm gonna be uh working at Austin's uh, uh field trip festival. Right? Yeah. I'll be yeah. I'll be working at his his festival um next month. Shit, next month. That's in August. Fuck. Yeah. Well wow. I think we're yeah. gonna go, right? I think that was the plan. Yeah, yeah definitely. we're definitely I can't gonna... wait. I don't know what I'm gonna be doing, but I can, you know I'll be there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh so what afterwards. are you gonna be doing? Did, did they give you any details? I, I don't know or... yet, but like I'm down for whatever, Just you know. Involved? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like it's all about like helping helping the local scenes and local cultures out and like helping people out that's around here i want to be involved i really don't even care if i get paid or a lot right now it's like i don't, don't want to get paid like it's just we're gonna do it and we're gonna all help each other out because i want to see everybody else succeed see and i really appreciate your spirit um because you do kind of i mean not kind of you do really have that mentality where it's like it's kind of all of us and we're all trying to bring you know flavor and art and everything oh, yeah. to the scene you're not really you don't really seem to be about money or like yeah. you know trying to screw anyone so even even as we start releasing t-shirts and stuff um with through kitchen fire mm-hmm. so like you're gonna see a lot of like comic book stuff where chefs like getting into it like with all these different characters and stuff and like it's always gonna be a collaborate a collaborative i want to reach out to any artist so and if you guys are watching and you guys do like comic book or like anime manga like fuck we could even make some hentai you know anybody want to make make some chef hentai you know whatever but you got it you got to make your own character talking about some biddies out there uh so like anybody that wants to like make these i want to do collaborative stuff and i want to see like these artists like make their own character version of me and like then put their own character version of themselves into it and then like mm. get them you know into some weird situations like it's it's kitchen fire we're about to burn the fucking kitchen out bro. so this you want to become a wild. comic book character basically yeah literally fucking <laughs> 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 awesome yeah <laughs> i think that's any like isn't but, that like, any it's, guy's it's, dream it's, it's, 
<laughs> yeah, but like, it's gonna be like like a manga style, a graphic novel. It's gonna uh, be like, it's not like no kitty like superhero shit. It's, I mean, I oh, like it is, gritty like, and serious and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess it is because like I'm telling you, I'm an interdimensional traveler. That's yeah. like some comic book <laughs> shit, doesn't it? Like, it doesn't doesn't sound real to you, but I'm telling you, it's true. So <laughs> that that's like might as well put it in a fiction right way for there, for you right there. So. Uh, yeah, no, like I want everybody that collaborates with me to put themselves into this like fictional scene where they're getting into stuff with themselves and stuff like that. Um, that'll be one way that we're kind of doing t-shirts and stuff throughout the future and like posters, whatever. I, I really want to turn like Kitchen Fire and its parent corporation, ADV Culture, which stands for Artistry, Development, and Vision. Mm. And like, so that'll be, I, I want to turn this all into like a cultural movement and a collaborative vision where we can get, where we can run an entire company where everyone else, everyone that's involved in the company is their own boss in in mm. in a way. So like, not everybody, of course. Like, there's going to be certain things involved with the company. So if I want to start an entertainment company, you want to own everything. So you're going to have to have employees and stuff like that. Yeah. At some point, but like, if I want graphic design work for my company, I shouldn't. I don't need to pay. Like, I don't need to have somebody on my payroll that's my boss. I want to have somebody that's their own boss that's driven in their own. Like that's mm. that decides what they do for themselves. I want somebody that's driven like myself working with me. So I'm gonna outsource all of my work. So, so that, you're gonna you want to give your potential employees a lot of creative freedom, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't want them really to be my employees unless it's for doing yeah. like menial tasks. And, yeah, and uh, not menial, but like doing employee more. in the sense that you're paying them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So the like, contracted work is what I want to yeah, do a sure. lot of yeah. in the future. Um, I want it to all just be a collaborative effort, and I want to create this space for. Artist now this this ADV culture thing this will come a uh, long like you know a few days a few years into this mm-hmm. like, that's what I'm saying like I have like literally like a five ten year plan like oh I literally have this like mapped out man and because I'm, I'm I'm that serious about it and I want to do it all like my main goal is to achieve as much as I can in my twenties fuck. Like I've taken so much long, so long to drug my feet, and that's one thing. Like you can beat yourself up over it, but like I've also learned lately that I've just like got this journey that I've had to go on before I can get to this point where my mind is working the way it is now, and it's still not working great, and I'm still learning how to tackle it and like how to grow through certain things. Oh yeah, I mean that's life. It all figuring out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so figure out your mental, how I work in society, all your mental shit. Yeah, I mean, that's what life's all about. Yeah. Figuring it out. Yeah. So, like, but right now I'm going to be focused on Kitchen Fire, but, like, this ADV culture thing, I, I want to be able to create a space where artists of any fucking, like, realm, like, graphic design, photographers, models, um, singers, songwriters, painters, people that draw, people that paint, people that, that fucking sculpt, all of it, I want them all to kind of have this, like, company that they can go to to source everything that they need for affordable prices and like be able to handle things like say it's a music artist we want to be able to have like a recording studio that they can use we want to be able to have like they would sign a contract with us where they use our facilities and and our stuff but like they're still creatively free they still own all their music but we i see we we want to create this like really um moral and and very like um I say we, but me, it's me right now. So if anybody wants to join, like I said, we won't pay you well, but like love, happiness, and learning, it's pretty good pay to me. Hey, you know, when they were making Apple computers in their garage, they weren't getting paid well then either, you know? I like that statement, man. That's a, oh, he must believe in me or something. This motherfucker, 
<laughs> yeah, I got tails. I'm going to just pet this awkwardly the rest of the time. Okay, so get into that. You kind of explained it the first time I met you, but so what's up with the tails? What's up with it? it? It's, it's like foxtail. I saw it. It's cool. I liked it. Is it like a spiritual thing or religious thing? No, I just saw it. Just like it was it? cool and I liked it. I met this dude at the first like show that I did. I was selling um, vintage clothes at CultureCon mm-hmm. in January. And there was this dude that had a booth. Uh, it's Luna Creations. He does leather work mm-hmm. around here. And he like uh, this was the first thing that caught my eye. I literally, literally walked over. The first $20 I made, literally it was my first time like selling my vintage clothes. I had sold some stuff with... Um, when I when the, I came up with the name ADV Culture, it was originally my first fashion brand, and I just kind of scrapped that. I wasn't happy with it, and it didn't really, it wasn't it. And I'd sold some of that stuff at like an art show. It was just like, it wasn't tied. I, I I approached like bleach dyeing with a lot different ways. I was like putting like logos and shit on it mm-hmm. with bleaching. Yeah, and yeah. It, it just it wasn't the wave. It wasn't a sustainable trend. It wasn't. So, um, and plus, it didn't, I wasn't set on the name. I love the name, but it wasn't set for a fashion name. Like, ADV Culture is solid. It stands for art, Artistry, Development, and Vision. And that's all I want to promote through the rest of my life. So, I want this company to be able to do that. And then, why I said I want to achieve as much success as I can in my 20s is because in my 30s, I want to be able to teach other people how to achieve mm. it. Like, I've had a fucking rough path, dude. Like, I've been in, in and out of trouble with the law. I got felonies, like I've been to jail, like I got tattoos. I'm about to, have, I'm about to cover my whole fucking body in tattoos. I make lots of bad decisions, but like, I want people, to, I want kids to know that just because they fuck up and don't, like, I'm 25 and like, basically been homeless and like bouncing around, but like, I'm cool with where I'm at. Like, I'm happy with where I'm at because I know where I'm going. So like, people got to understand that first of all, there's a struggle that's gonna happen before you make it. You're not just gonna get it. You're not just gonna get the shit every time. Do you? Yep ever and then you're not like i want people to understand that this fucking mind that they got is the most powerful fucking thing on this goddamn planet i shouldn't even say goddamn because i respect my creator so much but like because god doesn't damn it god loves it but uh you know what i mean i'm bad with my language sorry father sorry father <laughs> uh, you're laughing but i'm dead serious yeah i understand why you laugh because i made it a joke but god knows i'm serious um ADD man, where were we? <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you this: so, like, you wanna, so you do you your your goal is to do merch. Are you? Do you want to do? It seems like you want to do a lot of that in house. Is that what I'm gathering? In house, in house, yeah. everything, in house, everything. So, yeah. Well, in in the beginning, I know I'm gonna have to outsource a lot of stuff for printing and stuff. But like, yeah, I do literally plan like in the future to own a full on warehouse that houses everything mm. that's needed for ADV culture. I want art studios okay. in the building. I want I want production studios. I want it to be like a massive compound like that literally not massive, but like I want to, I why not massive? I got big ass dreams. I'll be a billionaire one day, buddy. Watch it. Um and like I literally want like you know some like Rob Deerdick fantasy factory type shit, dog. Huh? What are you talking about? Rob Deerdick fantasy factory? Molly, pull that shit up. Fucking pull. <laughs> I don't Dude, know did you watch MTV at all? No, I didn't. MTV? He's still got this fucking Riley <laughs> Reed porn up here. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I've had the mic the wrong way. Can you hear me and stuff in your... Yeah, yeah. No, okay, I can you, I'm yeah. good. See, I told you I'm loud. <laughs> I could sit like over there and you'd hear me. You're worried about hearing fireworks. I don't really hear too much. So what? People. This is a movie? What? No, or, it's a fucking oh, it's a show. Okay. show. Rob Deerdick was a skater and he had this factory that had like a skate shop in it like 
it's just a big ass warehouse and he had like this one guy had a fashion brand in there and there was other people that worked in there and shit I don't want to create this collaborative space like this but like fucking much bigger dog mm. <laughs> like this shit's this shit's tidy compared to what the fuck I want bro this, and that's DC. That's one of the biggest names in the skate world ever. So like, oh, you want to talk about fuck. dreams, bro? You want, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm looking at Rob, De- like Rob Deerdig, like, yeah, he did it up, but like, I'm gonna fucking do it up bigger. And I want to do it all entertainment style, like this. Why don't why like this isn't the same as a vlog? Technically, it's a TV show, but like, you vlogs are becoming it. the same thing as TV shows right now. Like, oh fuck! If yeah. you want, and and really like traditional TV is being replaced by. Modern forms of entertainment, YouTube, movie streaming. So that's, I don't mean to interrupt. That's actually a really good segue because I want to talk to you about this, uh, about like social media. Um, do you have like an opinion on that? Dude, like it's how, a fucking, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I think you and I can agree on that. So fucking hate social media. It, to me, it, but it's going to make me a lot of money. And that's, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing, man. Is people do make a lot of money off it. So people, it, you know, it's so hard to like just say, you know, it's so hard for these companies to like really make these like productive decisions that are like good for humanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're very uh, <laughs> self-centered and centered. social media is people like. So I'm a Christian, but I, I like do believe in the evolution of man. Like, so they wonder. People are always like. Oh, dude, if evolution's real, then where's our wings at, man? <laughs> well, first of all, we probably went through that stage. If if we evolved that slowly, which I don't know that it's necessarily the way that science has completely uh, yeah, developed I mean, to be. It's a gradual. Like, if, you look at, if you look at Christianity and all that, like the book of Genesis, they line up with evolution and all that. We can, that's, if you get me on the tangent, it'll be a whole other podcast. <laughs> we can get on there and talk about religion and spirituality another time. I'm dead serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one later in a few months, we talk about hell yeah crazy stuff on that level. Yeah, but I would want to be more prepared for a conversation like that. I would want to have notes and stuff like that. Um, but uh, where was I at with this? The segue was oh, uh, social, social media. media. Oh yeah, so I think like evolutionary steps, man. They're like, where's my wings, dude? Your wings are in your fucking pocket. This is a right. Fucking, this device. Gives you access to all of the knowledge that exists on this planet currently. Yeah. All of it. It's even true. even knowledge that we don't know about is accessible through deeper parts of the web. The like the web like the fucking internet that we see like it's like a fucking iceberg, right? Mm-hmm. You you see the top of it and it's just floating up there and you see it. That's the internet that we have social media on. Mm-hmm. This social media. That's the internet where this stuff exists. But like. That's just the tip of the iceberg. The dark web. Yeah. The deep web. And then there's the bottom, bottom, bottom tip of the iceberg that's like fucking a hundred yards down. You ever, uh, you do dark surf, dark web surfing ever? Uh, I have one time. I never have. I have one time. I just like, I was surfing around. I clicked on some shit. It was just really weird. It was uncomfortable. It wasn't like, like, none of the kid shit. Mm-hmm. Nothing fucking absolutely horrific like that but like it was just i don't know it was a fucking weird place yeah. and i just wasn't com- like that comfortable then i got around and looked around on silk road 2.0 and shit and like looked at all that you know <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> um, I but i never i've never used it or anything like oh, that shit. that would be crazy um yeah i mean if you're down i mean uh, i understand if you don't want to but no i was just standing i was just you know what i mean i wasn't <clears throat> I, I mean, I was there protesting, but 
I wasn't involved in it. So the fir- the the one in the middle there. Uh-huh. That's just a cool video. Play that real quick. Yeah. It's only twenty seconds. Play that. I, I just so, so this one's just ironic as fuck. And this shows so, you how big second, the march was. Molly, let's pause it. Just Actually. for people tuning in. So this who might not have the context. So this oh, yeah, is okay, my bad. No, you're good. So right around the time George Floyd, um, that terrible thing happened to him. Um, there were obviously a lot of protests around nine the- minutes on his neck, people. Yeah, well, 846, I believe it was. Eight, yeah, 8 minutes, 46 Nine seconds. minutes. Yeah, essentially nine minutes. Um, but nine minutes with a knee on the back of his neck while he pled for his life and begged for his mom that died two years ago. Yeah, that, that, that's some disturbing footage, definitely. Um, Most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, Cold, uh, cold-blooded murder. Oh, 110%. I mean, probably one of the most, you know, in terms of, like, the public scope and, like, what the media has shown us, it's probably one of the worst things that the public's mm-hmm. probably ever seen. Um, but anyways, well, I mean, we've seen more gruesome acts of public murder, but yeah. they absolutely, but well, like, well, I guess just, just like the whole, the malice the whole, of it and, and, and the fact that it happened here. Exactly. I mean, like, I think that made it worse. Than yeah. That's else. why would that happen here? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, we've seen these shootings, but that one was literally slow and it, it merciless. Was a slow, it, it was, was a, a slow, slow merciless. Death. And so was Elijah McClain McCain. The who, sorry? Elijah McCain. Hmm. Um, that, he, that... he died about a year ago in oh, Aurora, okay. Colorado. And oh, kid, I did hear about kid, Colorado. The kid, yep. um, we're not like I, I. don't think the kid was autistic, but I've I've seen I've read a lot of blog posts, like from autistic mothers with mm-hmm. their opinions on the on the thing and and the Elijah the way that he was described and the way he acted and and talked in the videos he just it seemed to be on the spectrum somewhere and there's a lot of there's a wide range on that spectrum that i don't know if he was or not like i really don't and i'm not saying that elijah mccain was autistic but he was different yeah he was a lot different and different people that are very very different respond different ways to yeah. touch and, and and control and second of all he elijah mccain was walking yeah so i don't know anything about i haven't heard okay. about this so um, go, go into it elijah or, mccain last year he, he was a like 20 something year old um, I'm for, forgive me. I really don't know enough about this. I really just Molly, found out this pull, a couple maybe weeks ago. Maybe they pulled in a different tab. Um, Elijah, what was it? Elijah, Eli- Elijah McLean. M- Elijah McLean. Okay. See, I've been saying it wrong. I don't know enough. Um, I show, this show this is just resurfacing right now. See, obviously, three hours, a minute yeah. ago, one hour. Um, this is just going right now. Uh, Elijah McLean was a young man who was killed by the Aurora Police Department. And Elijah McCain was just walking home from a convenience store with some iced tea from his brother doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Somebody called 911 and said, I see a young man wearing a mask walking down the street. Now, this was a year ago. People weren't really wearing masks. So it was yeah. a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it, was, it, was a, it wasn't a time of year. It was, it was about this time of year, a year ago. So summertime, Aurora, Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's chilly at night, but it's not... So he was wearing a jacket, a mask, and a hood, and I think a beanie. And oh wait, this, that's it right there. There's Sorry. a video of yeah. him at the. Um, yeah, see, it was because he was a little different. He was anemic. He had a blood condition that oh. made him get cold very easily. So that's why he's wearing a coat, a whole mask, and everything. He's very easily cold. He's an anemic kid, um, and 
So that's why he's wearing the mask. You see him at the convenience store. He turns around. He bows to the man. It was a whole pleasant interaction. He was a, everyone, every single fucking person that ever encountered this kid said he was a very, very, very pleasant individual. Mm-hmm. On his lunch breaks from work, he went to fucking, he went to the animal shelter and played his violin for kittens. Damn. This kid, this man, so somebody called 911. They said, 911 says, does he have a gun? No. Well, I'm not, I don't think there's a gun. Okay, so do you think he's doing anything bad? I really don't know if he's a good person or a bad person, but he has a mask and it seems suspicious. That's what the 911 caller basically had said. And so the cops pull up on this guy and he he doesn't really pay attention. He's got headphones in. He can't really, he's not really paying mm, much attention. Yeah, okay. And like, he does start resisting a lot. But not a lot. Well, of but these cops literally—they did the whole thing to him. They did the whole yeah. knee thing, and they administered when when the ambulance got there to take him because he was acting different. So the ambulance got there. They gave him a dose of ketamine. They gave him a five hundred milligram dose of ketamine. Bro, I've used ketamine recreationally, dog. Ketamine—you take like less than a hundred milligrams of it just to get a little high on it. And then if you want a fucking K hole, you take five hundred. You 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 don't even take. If you want a K-hole, bro, you, you, you take like 150, so, 200 milligrams. So, they gave him a fucking 500 milligram of dose of ketamine after sitting on his fucking neck okay, so for I, fucking I'm, ten, I, like however long. So I'm this, just tra- is, this is another gruesome video. This is this is almost as bad as the George Floyd video. So I just I just want to try to understand. So that when the ambulance arrived, they gave him ketamine? Yeah. So the cops, really? the cops even said, like, that's, that's a standard procedure. Really? For I somebody didn't... who's acting like that and that they can't control very well. Um, or so they said. Yeah. Um, Elijah McClain in the video, he's he's pleading and he's like, "I'm a vegetarian. I wouldn't even kill a fly." Like he's proclaiming his nonviolence. The entire video, you hear it. Play it. Actually, play the um, Elijah McClain uh, pleading audio if you can. Uh, videos, yeah. Uh, type type There's audio after pleading and then try and then hit the video bar. Audio, yeah. There we go. Um, maybe it's it's kind of a long video here. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I, I would have to kind of like thing. scroll through it myself. But like he, this kid was literally pleading for his life, and kind of. We can watch the first little bit of it. Hey, stop right uh, there. No, move forward. Stop. Move forward stop. towards the stop. end. Stop. Like, find once he's, like, on the ground and the cops are on But even Here, that listen. even that beginning... I mean, am I pausing that really listen. quick? Even that beginning part, he was, like, really aggressive towards that person. Yeah. Like, that cop. Immediately. Like, stop, stop, stop. stop. Like, yeah. no, it's not like oh, a no, immediately. situation. Immediately, the cops were aggressive with this man, and he ended up dying that night. He was guilty of absolutely nothing. And even if he was guilty of something, you are afforded Yeah, the, no, you should the, be killed. The right to 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 the fact you are innocent until you're proven guilty guilty in this country. You know, and yeah, and that's the It really, doesn't matter if you if they have you dead to your rights, you are innocent until proven guilty. You know, and that's what really country. pisses me off about the whole George Floyd thing is when people when people talk about the fact that I, I don't even know if this is uh, lighter. Fuck. I oh, I have one. You I do? have it, maybe. Yes. Is it blue? Yeah. I it is. <laughs> You're a light, you lighter thief. How dare you? Oh, I, oh the worst <laughs> lighter thief ever. 
But no, back to back to Elijah yeah, McClain. So, so the thing that really pissed me off is like, um, I don't know if this is true, but there was speculation at least that he had methamphetamine and fentanyl in the system and that, you know, obviously. Oh, okay. Back to George Floyd. Yeah. So it's this so one. We'll t- talk about maybe a little dicier case then. That's the most recent one. Elijah McClain's really coming. Well, okay. Right so the point, I'm, I guess the point I'm trying to make is what you emphasize on is that even if he was doing illegal oh, shit, yeah, okay. they, they I, should you, not. Have, you scared me there for a no, second. You're, no, you're Oof. fine. No, it's no. What? I got my shoulders and stuff. I got combated, bro. You don't no. know the shit I've been dealing with on Facebook. I just like. No, I get. It. No, no. I guess no. People, like what I'm saying. Surprise me. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying though is like even if you know, even if that all was true, that even if George Floyd was a criminal, it doesn't matter. The police force should. The police should not have taken that action against him. It doesn't matter what the fuck he did. That's, I mean, when people when people are in a discussion, they bring that up. That just that just boils my blood. It's just it's you, no, you're taking away from the fucking point. It's called a red herring fallacy. What was what a red herring fallacy? Is well, okay. The best example of red herring. Do you know? Did you ever watch like the Scooby Doo shit where they were in um, high school? Like the what's it was like there was this. Weren't kid. they in high school the whole time? No, there there, there was like another like an actual one where they were still just in high school where they were younger. Like this. Even, have you seen it, Molly? I don't think so. Okay, so there. I've seen Scooby Doo really, on. I was off, really but. into Scooby Doo. Like that's my dog. <laughs> really, Scooby, like Shaggy and Scooby. Those are my dogs. But uh, <laughs> oh, that's so like dope. Red Herring was a character on the show, and while they were always trying, while they were trying to solve these, um, these hauntings or whatever. Whatever you know, whatever Scooby Doo and the crew do, uh, Fred would always be trying to blame. I saw that. <laughs> they saw that. It's possible. She like ducked My down. Slave. She ducked, <laughs> she ducked down like they wouldn't be able to see her. She ducks down like they would. You should just walk past next time because there's no ducking. You know the viewership at this point's probably really low, so it, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. It always, doesn't matter. No, you always got to treat it like you got a viewership of a hundred. And you know what, man? man? And that's the thing. Like um, all the criticism that I've come under since I've started this thing, I don't fucking care. I did not start this thing mm-hmm. to like appease anyone. I literally started this because I was like, you know, what? I'm sick of trying to rap and like trying to do all that shit. I just want to do something that I don't give a fuck about what people think. I just cool, get a mic and. Fun. Yeah, this just have fun. fun. Exactly. I'm having fun. You're having fun. I'm having a great fucking time. Who gives a, this is the well, 30th you're episode. Right, like, who gives a fuck what thinks about it, what, what people think about it, and who gives a fuck? Like, you have a great way to just meet people in the community. Yeah. You're doing something. Mm-hmm. And, like, now, if I really want to, like, like, I see you as a person that can connect me with other people in the community because you do know a lot of people just because, like, you know T-Bear and Ray West, right? Uh, Yeah, uh, well. Did you have them on here? I did. How were they? Uh, it was it was good. It was good. So they're cool guys. Yeah. I met them at a show. I met them at a Stevie Stone show that Jordy Flash opened up for. I, I went to see Jordy. I know Jordy. Well, I don't know him, but I've heard of Jordy's him. Jordy's one of my best fucking friends, bro. I fucking love Jordy. I want to get him on, but I haven't gotten. He's he's an interesting character. <laughs> you think I'm weird? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you meet Sad Boy Samurai. That was a weird motherfucker right there. Uh, I don't know. I might be weirder. He probably is. He definitely is. <laughs> um, he's. He's he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Uh, I used to work with T Bear uh, back at uh, Ramada, where he still works. Oh, cool, I worked cool. there for a short stint. So cool, that's cool. how I know him. Yeah, I, I like they they have some YouTube channel or something, don't they? Well, they do a lot. Um, I think they just put out a new single that or I don't yeah, know I about. saw them perform. They actually like it was cool. We were at Lefties mm-hmm. and I showed up for Jordy, and they came on a couple acts after Jordy, and uh, they definitely have their own little crowd mm. because 
lefties was it was like it wasn't empty but like the their people come in and they kind of they had a little crowd in front of them and then after they got off stage like yeah quite a bit of people left actually it was weird hmm. like it wasn't weird it was that i was like i was like oh, okay i see y'all that's dope i see y'all y'all brought the team with you you know the thing i really like about their music is like it really crosses the bridge between that old school vibe and like what's going on right now i think they've really they've really hit that oh, balance yeah. they're, they're cool they're definitely cool like they're they're different they're um, yeah they're different and it's like it's really real like it's not like I, I i my only really encounter with them is is that one concert and then they like filmed a little thing with me mm. at afterwards he he got everybody that that wanted to do a little uh shout out let him oh, know a shout nice. out I, I don't know where the video is or anything like that <laughs> i was bad at like keeping up with them afterwards mm. but they definitely made an impression on me that night mm. uh um so before we get any further let's let's play this footage so oh yeah we, we definitely got off topic yeah so, so going back so, to the george floyd yeah we, all this george it. floyd shit so you i don't want to i don't know how to phrase this you were present at the protest that happened in des moines oh yeah and you had yeah yeah and you had so you had footage that was um very surprising your video actually surprising hit. yeah it's heartbreaking it's terrifying yeah Heartbreaking, uh, terrifying. Yeah, surprising um, is is a weird it, understatement. Is a understatement. To be yes. no, I'm not trying to be rude. It no, just definitely is. No, you're fine. Um, um, so yeah, well, first of all, this 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 is the second night of protest in Des Moines, Iowa. This is um, the second night. Okay. Yeah, well, and, and you'll see right here. This start from the beginning. This is a peaceful march. There was a huge turnout. We started and we marched all over the city, and it was peaceful. We got to the courthouse. And yes, there were there were rowdy people. Well, that, I mean, yeah, that, there were rowdy people that is. started doing rowdy things at the courthouse. And actually, so let's. I do have a question about that, just because. But let's. <laughs> that is pretty cute. <laughs> that was a cute. <laughs> um, go to that. Um, go to so that one on the far right. Don't don't play the one on the far right. Oh, don't you don't go want hold that one back. For now, uh, we're, we're not gonna play that one right here. If that's all right with you, uh, just play number twenty-five. Okay, we can play that. I was one. just kind of thinking about it, and there's a lot of different things going on in the legal realm, okay. and I don't want. Well, okay, this is the one that I remember anyway. So, this is like this is the one that hit seventeen k, right? This is the yeah, one that. that yeah, this, this is the one that went. This viral. video went viral when I posted. I was really, really surprised by that, and I got yeah. I've got like friends. So, so let's friend so let watch here. So let me give you a little backstory about okay, what's yeah, going sure. on Go into that first. here. So we marched all over the city, and that's that last video, the twenty second one. It's mm-hmm. kind of interesting because it says social distance and keep your, you know, six feet. I thought that was the most ironic thing. Yeah, I saw. right. I see this this fucking uh, road sign. You think anybody cares about that at that feet. point? You know what I mean? And like- we're all marching shoulder <laughs> to shoulder down the street, like. 500 700 800 deep this march was fucking huge yeah like yeah. i would have had to fucking run to get to the front of it and i was all the way at the back because i was looking wrong i had a big ass speaker holding <laughs> i did head. see that i did see that <laughs> it was it was it was a wild night it was wild man yeah you saw me on live and shit and uh there yeah <laughs> dude i was all over the snap yeah like oh, the snapchat yeah because that was the thing like i, I don't want to name names but there are certain people that i've you know networked in who were you know just happened to be there and be recording right. a lot of stuff so i was like all you know i was watching both what was happening on the oh, news so and facebook and like everything then. yeah well i wasn't actually there no i was working i was working uh i hope you were times. at work i was at work yes i'm not i'm not gonna be that guy <laughs> i'm not gonna be that guy um i here's the okay here's the 
besides work, I'm also the kind of person I, despite whatever, I might be a prick. I might not be in it with everyone, but I don't want to personally risk an arrest for that. So you're selfish. We all are. It's sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to take that coin. <laughs> take that. I got arrested. <laughs> oh, I got arrested. That'll all like we could talk about that later on once it's all wrapped up. I'll come back on and we can do it. Yeah, yeah I don't want to. That's kind of, that's kind of yeah, where yeah. I've been you know, well, well, shredding I mean, lately. That, that's like yeah, and and I appreciate that, but like the arrest, it happened, and like um, I don't feel it's right. I don't feel that it's right at all. Well, and yeah, and that's I, true. We were, I I myself am a peaceful protester. I didn't do so much as throw a water bottle at these line of cops. So what happened here is we marched all over town peacefully. And then we get to the federal or to the county court building, the old one, not the new criminal court building, because the police. Well, we were at the 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 symbol, the symbolic court building, the old one, because they just built a new one where the old jail was. If you didn't know that, there's a new criminal court building. This one's now like mm. a misdemeanor court. It's like it's for lesser oh. charges and shit. Oh, okay. Not misdemeanors, but it's for non-criminal charges mm. and like maybe civil proceedings and stuff like that. And so they started busting out a couple windows and the cops and a few cops came up and drove us off of there and by the time that happened these cops had lined up along the criminal court building and uh they lined up in the corner they brought out their swat van they had a whole line of riot cops out there um they and then they had cops on the other side that were blocking us from going down the street to dart there was a whole row of cops with uh um, rubber bullet guns in their hands. You can see them. They're they're orange shotguns. Yeah. And there I, I, was. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, did you see any of them like okay. fire those? What? Did you see any of the cops fire those? Because that's been a controversy. Because the fire bullet, uh, the rubber bullets, you're actually supposed to fire them off the ground. I have a friend who was hit in the knee with one. Like directly, it was directly, off the ground? and then he was arrested and given see, and that's zero, the pro- and he was given zero medical attention. That's a big thing I've heard too, and you. Even, I don't want to get you know if you don't want to talk about it, no. you have to. But. So let's let's get back to this okay. Yeah. Right so um, do, yeah. Go, what, let's what, get back to where we're at in this video here. And so we, I said the cops lined up along the the court building, and then across the street from the criminal court building is the dart station, and then there's a narrow street right there with two high buildings. The dart station is a solid glass building with a awning over it that kind of like. Will hold smoke in, really, is what I'm saying. And then the other side is, is it just a really tall building. And so it's this one block radius where where it's just kind of like really closed in right here. And they got cops blocking the exit over here, and we've got one way out. Um, and this is a really common tactic for them is to block people in mm. and or, or even to kettle, which is where they close it in, which yeah. is what happened the night I was arrested, but that's a different story. Okay. It's kettling. Um, but so they we all lined up on here, and, and honestly, so I went down the line in front of these cops so when 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 the protesters line up with the cops there's usually like a, a space in between them and the right shields otherwise things get yeah, really bad yeah. and i was one of the people that went down the line but i, I wasn't so this is I that hitting them i never the- touched a riot shield or anything i okay. never did anything like that but i did go down that line and i screamed protect and serve in every single one of those motherfuckers faces right and i'd seen some fucked up shit the night before i'd been hitting a, hitting the um knee with a tear gas canister they bounced it off the ground, but it hit the ground right before me. Mm. Like, almost like they had aimed for so me. So, the impact was still pretty... Yeah. No, it wasn't bad. It kind of, like, it didn't hit me too... Pro- Not banging like, up, though. It, yeah, it, it bruised me and shit. <laughs> yeah. 
and um that was the first night and so like i already knew these guys were not there and i'd seen the police office the des moines police department at one point um way before the these protests i've seen i've seen the des moines police department collectively act improperly oh yeah uh, so downtown I got off the Dart bus station downtown at like where the East Side Laundry or East Side Grocery is or whatever it is. There's where the 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 first bus stop when they leave the Dart station. I did see footage of that. They were throwing canisters over there, right? No, no, no. Or no. what happened? So there was a bunch of kids that showed up for a fight after school one day. It was like a year or two ago. Wait, I did hear about that. Th- yeah, this was like two or three years ago, and I I actually was there that day. Oh, so wow, really? I, I got off the bus and I see like a group of kids and I hear a bunch of yelling and screaming and crying and I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened? So I walked a couple blocks down to see what's going on and I walk up and there's a group of maybe like 20, 30 kids there and they're all lined up. Um, the first thing I see walking up to the scene though is like this little like nine or 10 year old black girl, right? And she's crying, screaming and, and there's somebody pouring stuff in her eyes. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like... Oh my gosh! Like she, she got maced in her eyes, and I had seen people like I had seen groups of people get maced by other people, like at crazy party fights and shit. Like I've seen people get maced. It's fucking terrible. But like, this is like there's like kids everywhere. I see people like blocks over. Like I see people too, like a block or two over. So it had happened already, and like I see like a bunch of people with it in their eyes. Like thirty of these kids, not just people, like kids, bro. These are like middle schoolers. Like, ages, like, 10 to 14. There was not a fucking 16-year-old in there. This was last year or two years no, ago? No, this was, like, two or three years ago. I know. Because I, rem- I think I was actually I'm, working downtown when that happened. I know you could find out. Like, you could Google it. Molly, do you want I don't know it? how many videos or anything there are of it. That might be a hard one to find, but um, maybe if you can try to find it. Uh, do your best. Look, well, actually, Des Moines homeless man attempted murder McDonald's parking lot. Because, so here's what happened that day. So I walked up on the scene, and there's a bunch of kids lined up, and they're gangbanging, throwing up gang signs. Mm. And this was um, mostly a bunch of black kids. All right, everybody, and we are back. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, right. holy fuck. Sorry, All right. I had to take a piss. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty urgent and sudden out of nowhere. I'm just kidding. It was him. He's drinking. Uh, so, yeah, back to where we were. We we're talking about this downtown incident, right? So mm-hmm. I'm walking up and I see these kids all over with uh, tear with with not tear gas, uh, mace in their eyes. And I walk up and there's some uh, like 20 or 30 kids lined up, and there's kids on this side and there's kids on this side, and then there's like a few, you know, there's always the little girls that get in the way of fights, right? Mm-hmm. There's like two or three little girls that are uh, like kind of pushing between them and there's kids throwing out gang signs and a bunch of shit there's just a bunch of kids that have come in from schools all over to see a fight that was supposed to happen downtown social media you know all that like they knew about it they all converged from the bus station they all rode the buses and got downtown and went to see it and like it was a bunch of black kids and the des moines police department that day they they ended up macing that whole crowd of kids Damn. And I remember walking up to this officer after I'd walked through that crowd and realized what was going on. I see these officers on the corner. There's like two of them on each corner. And they're not doing anything about the kids standing there about to fight each other. But they're standing on the corner towards the back away from the paddy truck, paddy wagon. And I walked up to this female officer. And I said, you're fucking ridiculous and you disgust me. You know damn well if this had been a bunch of white kids, you wouldn't have maced the entire crowd like that. And she didn't say, she said, get back or I'll mace you too. And the first night I was down there, I recognized her. She was standing behind the riot line, 
in a red sweater with a vest on and a shield over her face and i recognized her i was like how oh. because she was carrying the same can it was it was a very familiar scene i was like I, I called her out i was like i know you i've seen you hold that can before i remember seeing you make some kids downtown and like i'm a very confrontational person very confrontational to a it gets me it gets me it gets me in hot water it gets me in shit and that's that's okay i'm that's why i'm confrontational you know so uh like i was pissed off like i've seen shitty things happen from these and so what's happening before this video oh yeah oh oh yeah i almost forgot so what happened that night when you when you cause a huge amount of tension like they did by by Macy's, so I'm sorry, you going back to yeah, back to the kids, back okay. to downtown. So oh, back to the kids. Okay. So they Macy's kids, and wh what happens when you cause a huge amount of tension? And you'll see this in jail. Like if somebody like wants to fight somebody, and then they don't have that fight, somebody else will end up getting fought. Because when you put a lot of tension into something, it has to go somewhere. That energy, like either, energy, can't be destroyed. It just moves to different places. So this energy in this group of kids. Do you do you know anything about the hive mind? Uh, sounds familiar. I'm not. Well, really the hive mind's a concept where like uh, the human mind collectively acts as one. Oh, okay. And and it can happen in small scale or it can happen in large scale. We saw it happen in large scale with COVID nineteen and shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a different story, different discussion. It's one of the best examples of hive mind ever. Just saying. Um, so these kids, they all have this this anger that's inside of them now, and and uh, they wind up at a fucking McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. After later on, it's like it happened. Uh, police responded six. about six o'clock in the afternoon. See, it talks about the dart the dart station at three o'clock, right after school, for a call of a large group of disruptive kids. The group did. So uh, when did this happen? Can I just read what, this yeah, article what, real quick? Can I read this article? Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go for Here, it. scroll to the top. Is that the whole thing? Yes, okay. Not. Following a large downtown fight involving Des Moines teens on Monday, several of the juveniles engaged in another fight a few hours later, resulting in a man being sent to the hospital. Police responded at about 3.20 p.m. to the Dart Central Station, 620 Cherry Avenue, for a call of a large group of, of disruptive kids. The group of ju juveniles, which numbered in the dozens, moved to 6th Avenue and Walnut Street. So the cops kicked these kids out of here after pissing them off and spraying them down with, with pepper spray, right? They kick the kids out of the area, and those kids collectively, they'll stay together. Something just something crazy just happened to all those kids. They're now going to stick together, right? So a group moves to the McDonald's, and at around 6 o'clock, where are we at here? Um, did I read all the top there? Um, about an hour later, some of the teens got on a dart bus and went to the McDonald's at 601 University Avenue. As more teens gathered at McDonald's, a large fight broke out in the parking lot. When officers arrived, they found a 55-year-old man who was bleeding from a large cut on his forehead. He told officers he was walking by and tried to pet a dog when, for unknown reasons, a group turned on him, according to the report. He was just a man in the neighborhood passing through, Parasek said. There was a dog there, and he reached over to pet this dog, and a large group just turned on him. They jumped him, overwhelmed him, and beat him. The victim was taken to, Mer to Mercy Medical Center. His current condition is unknown. When the fight was, while the fight wasn't gang-related, I told you I saw gang-banging downtown. The fight itself wasn't gang-related. Pairs like some of the students fighting were gang members. Some businesses downtown had hired off-duty officers for more security, and Des Moines police are visiting the area more frequently. The area's getting a lot more tension, blah, blah, blah. Let's fucking fuck these kids' lives up more because you guys yeah. fucked it up that day. So, the police got to this situation, and it was already heightened because these kids wanted to see a fight, and there's a little bit of gangbanging tension and shit like that because dumb, you know, kids with too much energy. It happens. And some crazy shit happened. They based a whole crowd of kids. And... 
all that energy went somewhere. Yep. Energy has to transfer. Those kids then went to the McDonald's and they got in a fight there. And be- as a result of that fight that could happen downtown, I mean, maybe, maybe, and I'm not saying I support kids fighting, but maybe that fight had just happened. Two of those kids fought, whatever, and then it all went down or whatever the fuck it was, right? And I, I know that just based off of talking to the people that were around there. Like, what happened? Oh, oh, they met up for a fight downtown. Plus, there were more articles that explained more mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. That was just the immediate article after that. Mm-hmm. It, it was in the news for about a week or so after that. Okay. And they really painted these kids dirty. But, like, the kids that did it were dirty. I, I even, like, I don't know who they were, but I ran into a couple kids that were bragging about it, talking about how they were on the run. And how, or how somebody had just got caught for it, and they hope they don't get snitched out for being there too, because they hit the homeless oh. man. Kids were fucking laughing and bragging about it on the bus. Well, that's the, that's probably the fundamental problem, right? Is you're like, dealing with kids. Yeah. So they may these kids. The energy had to yeah, go and they shouldn't happened. have done that. And this man almost died that night. He spent the night in the hospital. Yeah, and, that's that's. And I do up. believe that they arrested and, and attempted to charge one of the children for attempted murder, which oh, is wow. good. Which is yeah. good. That's that's proper. But like. Mm-hmm. We go back to the point where the police escalated the situation and this energy went somewhere. Exactly. Right? I think and it wouldn't have fucking happened to a bunch of white kids. Yeah. It wouldn't. I, Simply. I, that's I, definitely I, true. I could. I, there, give me a logical argument that says says what I just stated it wasn't true. I don't think you could. You couldn't convince me personally. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> I'm really set in my ways, but I'm telling you, it's just not. That's what happened. No, I mean. That's, that's fucking psychology. Well. Let me, because I'm I'm not disagreeing with you all, but let me let me think of this from my perspective. When I think of that situation, I see a really bad situation. I see a group of cops who aren't properly trained, don't know how to handle it, and mm-hmm. it's like you said, they escalated it. Mm-hmm. That that was not the proper mm-hmm. way to handle that situation. And I don't know. I think that I think that is like an important part of the argument that people need to remember. Yeah. Is that like no? I'm not saying I would know how to handle that situation. No, and that's that's kind of the and thing. That's kind of the thing people need. She to... wouldn't know it. We just exactly, and that's kind of the thing. They people need don't to... know it, but it's their job. Exactly, exactly. And they need to be. They, they need to be paid. better. They take an oath to know things. Exactly. Like they need that. to be better educated. They need to like understand. Like they, they really need to understand that. what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um, so okay, so we've been kind of. Um, pussyfooting around this video. Let's just play. Okay, let's just yeah. play this video. Back to and, this video here. Yeah. So, let's just do uh, it from the beginning. And hold on. <laughs> what? What? Going up to this, we were in the line, and then the police started launching tear gas canisters out of nowhere. You see at the very beginning of this video. Go ahead and play it. Yep. It's only. Yeah. Let's just play the whole thing. It's only twenty-five seconds. You're about to see the first girl get maced. They just maced a girl right here. You hear the commotion? Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. See the beating? You see the batons? Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen this before, but it's been a minute. Holy fuck. You see the batons? Yep. That's they, me right here getting yep. hit with batons and sprayed with mace. You, uh, um, that's me getting, yeah. There's, <laughs> at the, uh, the part that's cut out of the video, I just kind of cut it down so that it would, it yeah, would get yeah, more yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it makes uh, sense. Because people are more likely to watch it. They're a 25, 30 second video. I'm not, you know, cutting anything out of that. You obviously just saw what happened. They just, like, three or four, maybe even five of them were on top of that man beating him with batons. And that yeah. man was unarmed. I saw him. He might have thrown a water bottle. Or yeah. actually, I think he was throwing a tear gas canister back, maybe. Mm. Which, why wouldn't you do that? Why would you not knock those out of your vicinity? You just launched them at us while we weren't being violent. Yeah. Nothing happened. I saw the first girl that um, they maced. They just we were up on the line, and then they launched the tear gas canisters to push us back. And 
I saw the first girl get maced. And they say that, that they issue these disperse warnings. Nobody heard those. I didn't hear no fucking disperse warnings. I never heard one. Yeah, Not that, once. And that's what I heard. That's they didn't a, make enough of a, an attempt to make those disperse warnings. I did hear disperse warnings the night I was... Mm. Never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> cut that little tiny bit out of there. Um, if you remember. If uh, I remember, yeah. But... Um, we didn't really hear the disperse warnings and we didn't like they just launched these tear gas canisters and the the flashbangs flashbang went off right next to my foot that night fucking wild dude <laughs> pop loud boom that was later on in the night it was this was just this was a long long night man i didn't participate in any of the damage i didn't i didn't do so much yeah, to throw a fucking water bottle but listen so at the end of this video you see two cops that broke off of the line and they, they broke away from the group and they rushed at me with their riot shields and their batons and they start hitting me with the batons. And lo the only reason I, I got away is because I had just stepped out from in between two like meter boxes and like whatever. There was something mm. there and the riot shields couldn't get through. Oh, and you just sprinted away. So like right so after just, that you just sprinted well, away? I, I took off and then I started – yeah, I, I sprinted as far as I could. But I had a big-ass like – Fucking twenty pound speaker in my hand. It's big. You had the fuck. speaker that night. Yeah, I had the speaker in my hand right <laughs> Holy here. Shit. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I like, I'm like tripping, stumbling, running down this alley, and they had just maced me in my face. And the alley is now full. They had like four or five tear gas canisters in the alley. And it's not an alley. It's a road. But it's like I described before. It was the the dart station here in the the criminal court building here, and mm -hmm. it's just really closed in. And it was so full of tear gas, you can't even see down the alley. And I'm just stumbling, crying. I make it to the corner of the building, and I like sit down because I can't make it any further because I'm like throwing up from this. And somebody helps me up, pours milk in my eyes, and I go off to a parking lot to like recover. And yeah. I wound up just like wandering around downtown that whole entire night. Um, the most powerful night of any of these protests, though, happened that night. Uh, that somebody, was the second night? That was night two. So okay. night two was where everything happened downtown, where Court Avenue was So was that... But the cops are the ones who pushed people into Court Avenue. Okay, so I did want to ask you about that. I don't know if it was the first or second night, because I remember seeing the organization on Facebook the first night, and I'm not trying to, like... You know be like anti-anything i just honestly want to know because i was honestly i've just been curious about this whole time um it started at the courthouse yeah. i don't know if it was it the started first or second police station it started it's with a peaceful protest so okay so the second station. night so listen um it started a peaceful protest at the police station they told us all right folks up. our permits up go home and then shit got crazy but i'm sorry this is the second okay. night or the first yeah, night? yeah the video here is from the second night yeah so so that so what i'm saying is that night you started at the police station that night, the, the march had started at near the police station, and it was just a peaceful march that marched all the way down through around the uh, the West End and back, and then it wound up at some point at the fucking uh, courthouse. And then they fucked up the courthouse a little bit, busted out some windows, and somebody spray-painted spray ACAB and an anarchy symbol on the... Uh, it wasn't me, but... Obviously, I have video to prove it wasn't me. Um, uh, they sprinted, they spray painted ACAB and the anarchy symbol on this wall, and the cops pushed us off of there. And then you see what happened here. So this is so you're describing the second night. I don't think what I'm <clears throat> what I'm thinking about. I think is that first night because I th I remember just What's the first night. It would have been either Thursday. Would did it start did it start Thursday or Friday? 
those protests that week? This, I don't remember. It was like a month ago. This was Saturday night. Okay, so it would have been Friday night. Friday okay. night, yeah. So Friday night was the first night. Mm-hmm. This is just, and this again, this is just what I saw. I wasn't there, um, but you guys started at the courthouse, correct? No, we started at the police station. The first night, really? Yeah. I thought I saw the Snapchat. I thought I saw. This you guys is all the second the, night. Yeah, I understand that. I, there, but there was, there was nothing that happened at the courthouse. The, 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 it all happened at the police station the first really? night. Really? You it guys never happened, started It all the happened courthouse? on that street that runs behind the police station. And yeah. then there's, like, uh, Cordav, and then they marched us back, I think, two blocks. And then they marched us back at some point, and when they marched away is when people took out the court, the building, the, the, uh, the, the big top tire. Okay, so let me, I guess let me ask you this. Was... <clears throat> What, uh, I don't there know who federal, organized. There was a federal court building. Who organized it? Yeah, I don't really know, man. I showed up. <laughs> that's a that's a big question. Who organized it? Well, Are I mean, I think it's an important question. But you a pig? I'm a no. I'm not a pig. Um, <laughs> I do. I, I I think it's I think it's important to have a discussion about though. Um, I, I do. I was not a pig. Um, I <laughs> I will say, however, I do I do have family members who have worked in law enforcement. That Ooh, kind of stuff. He is a pig. <laughs> Does not make me a pig. I promise. Um, I, I'm smoking is weed. And, <laughs> I'm smoking weed and taking acid just pig? like the rest of you. What? Not, not me. Not, not me. you. Not me. <laughs> I'm a crazy fucking hippie. I'm not a fucking. Said the rest of you. I'm not a pig. I'm not a pig. Hippie. I'm, I'm a hippie. <laughs> but we don't all do drugs. <laughs> Anyways, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, okay, so I guess yeah, I was I just. What you got I say. was Sorry, just wondering how like. I was just wondering if there was like any organization in terms of like where people traveled amongst downtown Des Moines, or if it was just random, just kind so, of mob mentality. Yeah, like. I, I tried to try to explain this over here. Kind okay, of like, tried to redirect me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not being to be rude. I'm a little, you're fine, you're fine. I'm a little blunt. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. Let, let me puff on the cigar for a second. You're do, good. Do, do, do. <laughs> uh, um. So there was a protest that was organized organized by the Des Moines Black Lives Matter chapter. Yeah, downtown. okay. It was a legal permanent protest. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it took place on the front steps of the Des Moines Police Department. Okay. On the grand front steps, right on the river there, on Court Avenue. Between, I think it's 2nd and Court. There's the police station there. And then afterwards, maybe a 45 minutes to an hour of protesting, of people gathering... Um, and speaking, it was, a, it was a powerful amount of speaking. There were some powerful voices that were heard that night. And uh, after that, they said, all right, people, our time's up here. Now please mm. go home safely. And people weren't happy with that. They, yeah. they didn't want to go home safely. or they didn't. It wasn't that they didn't want to go home safely. They weren't ready to go home yet. It wasn't over yet. They hadn't. Their voices hadn't been heard. The, the, the speakers had been heard. But the crowd, the people, mm-hmm. the ones, the ones that showed up and showed out, the ones who have their own pain that they see from this too, that they feel from this too, mm-hmm. the ones that have their own experiences, they weren't ready to go home yet. Their voice hadn't been heard yet, so they started to make their voice heard. They gathered. People didn't leave. We stayed on the on the front steps of the police station. People were up standing. I stood. I stood up there and spoke, calling for white people to stand in unity. Like we, it wasn't anybody took nobody took a mic. It was just whoever's voice could be heard was heard. Yeah. If you wanted to get up there and be loud, and be loud. 
Mm-hmm. Tell us about your pain. And I left for a little bit to take a friend home. Yeah. And by the time I got home, I'm seeing on, by the time I'm on, I'm on my way back there and I'm seeing on Facebook Live uh, that they, that the crowd had just gotten rowdy and somebody had busted out uh, the police car. You know, I'm not saying that I support vandalism, but no, I am no, saying man. the anarchy is the, like a step. It's not, it's not the goal. We don't like, we're not stupid. We we don't think that complete and total anarchy and lack of police is police is is what's going to work. Like, we just anarchy is just a step towards rebuilding. It's it's the it's the fire that can burn down the tree and allow a new tree to burn from it, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Anarchy is the natural grouping of mankind outside of the current established order. Anarchy is a festival in the woods where people act however they want. Anarchy is... Anarchy. <laughs> I don't know if that's what people think of no, when they think of anarchy. No, it's not, but it's an example of it. Like, if you go to some of these, like, really backwoods festivals, like bluegrass, things like that, it's it's people out in the woods acting how they want to act. I mean, that's you know? not anarchy, though. It's just no, no, people no, 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 being it free. It is. Because anarchy is the natural grouping of mankind as they see fit. When you go out into these communities that have formed, they're, they're not... That's It's like anarchy as a verb, mm-hmm. not anarchy as a noun. Anarchy as a noun would be more established, like a biker gang. No, no, I, that's anarchy, I, I, or a gang. Any a gang for that matter is it's anarchy. It's because they've established a set of order outside of the societal norm. The, that might be your definition. I don't think that's like the. I, this I, is this is a current. This is, this is a well accepted philosophical definition of what anarchy is. No, I I understand that. I I understand. Is it? Um, we don't need to get into this if you want to, but it's kind of along the same trend and the same like ideal of like kind of defunding the police. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. So you have to remove the current. Like you can't just fix an established order. Like you know the saying, you can't teach an old dog new um, tricks. No, listen. I would fundamentally disagree with you, just personally. Why? But y- so you are like, more than welcome uh, on, to on a on a level of of the amount of police officers and stuff that we see that are corrupt, right? It, no, um, no, I listen, would, listen here. Let me break this down. Okay. Just give, me, right. just give me a minute here. Yep, give me the floor. Go, go for it. Um, so we have these police officers. It's really not a huge percentage of them that are outwardly and openly bad, right? Yeah, and I would agree with you there. Okay. So, but there is those guys, and there are repeated instances of them. Yep. Uh, uh, whatever fucking, I don't know his fucking, he's not worth knowing his first name, Chauvin. Derek, it, I think. Wait, you're talking about the guy who... Yep, Void. Okay, yep. back to me. Yep. Um, sorry. You got me a little heated. <laughs> uh, Go for it. Uh, Derek Chauvin had many, many instances. He was somewhere around like... It was like upwards of 10, maybe upwards of 15 instances of recorded police um, overstep brutality or excessive force. Yeah. The, he, had, he, he had fired his weapon more than most officers ever do in their life. Lots yep. and lots of officers go their entire life without ever the fighting yep, weapon in the line of duty. And there's countries that have police forces that don't carry weapons. But there's other things that go on there, too. Um, and, and we're not talking about other countries right now. We're talking about our beautiful yep. country yep. here. And so you have these this small amount of cops that repeatedly do bad. Or you have young cops that do bad and then get put back on the force. And they're basically now, they're like, Oh shit! I just got away with that. 
whoa. And now they're able to get away with it again. It's because these brothers, the good, the ones who are, are out there to be good and to do this, they form mm-hmm. this brotherhood with them, with these guys that are bad, and they're still on their team, whether they like it or not, and they have to back them up whether they like it or not. Um, and it forms this other mentality where these guys have to hold each other. Well, where these guys, instead of holding each other accountable, they have each other's backs. Um, I would I would agree with you. However, um, I do want to say because I think it's an important point. Um, did you know that actually most complaints against police officers are actually made by people that are inside police forces? So it, it, the largest number of complaints that are made towards police officers are other police officers who are saying my person in this squad is acting fucking horrible. So I would argue that it has a lot more to do with th- this is a broken system. Like yeah. the police system does not work. I think everybody can realize that. My my argument okay. would be I don't think that means that we need to completely abolish okay. it. So these guys, no, 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 no. It needs to be changed entirely. It needs to be fully gutted. Hmm. It needs to be defunded, though. We're not talking about completely defunding and abolishing the the police force. When we say defund the police, it's not a complete and total. At least when I say it, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking smart dude. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I'm not stupid. I, we need somebody there to respond to these things. No, and I. And it I, needs to be an established order. Hold on. Um, yeah. I know it's like discussion. You're, but, you're, you're fine. Uh, I, it, there needs to be an established order to hold on to these things and, and, and do them. But for us to really think. So. The current training is that is as it was, and it has a system full of people who are under the current training. Right? There needs to be a new system where there's new training, and every single new every single person that's in there needs to be gone through and weeded out one by one. They need to all go through psychological evaluation. Oh, 110 percent. Yep. The, the the numbers on police officers that would classify as a psychopath is fucking. Oh, I'm terrifying. sure. Yeah, the amount of shit and their that job been. requires empathy in every fucking aspect of exactly. it. Exactly. I'm not saying every cop is a psychopath. And when I say all cops are bastards, I'm not saying that every cop is a bastard, but I am saying that there are cops that are looking the other way. Yeah, uh, the, the well, cops that stood by while Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck are absolutely just as guilty, if not more fucking guilty than I, I Derek Chauvin agree. himself. I would agree. And in fact, I would be willing to argue that those cops are more guilty because they collectively, three of them, not a single one of them stepped up, said, hey, man, whoa, get this fucking... Like, you see videos where it happens where, like, there's that video where somebody pulls the knee off. Like, mm-hmm. get his knee off. And, and the guy won't do it. And there's somebody screaming, take your knee off. And so the other partner go, grabs it and fucking forcibly takes the other cop's knee off. And that was, the, that was a proper action. Yeah. That cop should be committed for that. Actually, he should not be committed for that. Because that's their fucking job. When somebody does yeah. their job, when you go to work and you clean an office, like, whatever, what do you do? Uh, I clean offices. Yeah. So when you go to work and you clean an office... Nobody's like, hey, good job. You did it, man. Right? Yeah, but, you know. Um, it's a more serious aspect. So right? I, we come into heroes, right? N- yeah. Are they I, heroes if they're if it's their job to stand there and do that? So I see what you're saying, 110%. Um, and I'm not – when I say this, I don't want to um, imply that I think that these people are not guilty or that they did not do something wrong. But – I think a good point that I've heard about the, those three officers is it's very possible. Have you ever have you ever worked at a job and like the first day you're there, you realize that there's just some shady fucking shit going on that you are not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I and, and you know, obviously, if you continue to work in that environment, that doesn't make you not guilty. But it's kind of something to think about. It's. I wonder if 
I guess what I wonder is if those other three cops, if they were really as racist as that guy was, or if they were maybe a little racist, but maybe just literally, because that's the thing I've heard that okay. they, none of those officers were trained for very long. No, no officer is trained for very long. No, yeah, exactly. Unless they choose to go to college or something for criminal justice. Yeah. So I guess it's like it would take me longer to go get a license to cut hair than it would for me to go to school to be a cop. Yeah, uh, d- yeah, hundred like, percent. Like, like, like a sitting cop. It, it takes longer. no. It takes almost. It takes little to no education to reach that point. Mm. I guess I don't know. I guess I just think it's an interesting point to think about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because really interesting. Because and I because and you know these guys carry guns. Yeah, it's true. They, these and they, guys, they these guys are in charge of the lives of people on the streets. These guys can decide whether or not somebody spends their life in freedom exactly. or spends their life behind bars. We need more confident, more educated people to be in those kind of positions. 110%. I would. I think maybe if we had more confident, more educated people in those positions, we wouldn't need so many of them either. That's true. That's 110 You know, um, I can't think of the country off the bat, but... Um, Paralleling two situations, one that happened in the U.S. I think the other one might happen in Sweden, because um, cops in other countries are just way more trained. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like a universal fact. Uh, there's a situation they're treated better. Well, that too, yeah. Um, so there was a situation in New York where a man had a knife. Um, Twelve officers all simultaneously shot him down with their pistols. The same situation happened in I think it was Sweden. I could be fucking full shit. I want to say it was Sweden. And the cop was who was trained, who was like an actual trained cop. And that's kind of the thing. If you go to these rural areas, um, you know, like small town cops, they have like two. They have a lot more. I don't know, whatever. But they have a lot more education, inarguably, you know, to get that position than to win. It takes small way more. Town cops? Yeah, it takes way more schooling. Way, it takes a lot more to get that position than to get. Uh, oh, now, I, I, I got to know the cops in my town personally when I was growing up. Like, no. Well, no, but I'm what I'm saying is that. They had to go through more school to in general. Not in Sweden. I'm talking about in America. Oh, sorry. I'm t- <laughs> in America. Like a small town cop is generally going to be more educated than like a city cop. Generally speaking, there's a higher pay grade. It's a more specified. Position. Is that really true? I. Uh, that's what I've heard. That's what I'm not. You know. That doesn't sound. I imagine their pay grades. The pay grade here would be higher. The city has more funding for them. Small town police departments don't have a lot of money. Small town police. It's, well, it's, but there are fewer of them, though. About, there are no, fewer about, police officers, though. Yeah, but it's, that's because of funding. I grew up in a town that had three cops in it. Hmm. And they had, like, two two, two cop cars that they shared. The, 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 the Des Moines Police Department has a huge budget. Every For, yeah, uh, that's, so that's for Des Moines city taxes, um, for every $3 that are given, um, $1 of that goes to the Des Moines Police Department. And then that means from Des Moines taxes, we have to feed the hungry kids, mm-hmm. school lunches every day. We have to pay the teachers. We have to um, take care of the roads, take care of our public systems. So the police get $1 out of every three that we give, and we're left with the other two-thirds. So uh, let's equate that to a normal person, right? Uh, so the, wait, they sorry, the, you're, you're saying that the police department gets 30% of everything? 33.333%. They get one-third of all... All taxes? All city taxes. Really? For the Des Moines Police Department does, yes. Um, so equate that to a normal person. When you are looking for a house or, or to buy an apartment, your home where you live, mm-hmm. you would need... Like a lot of credit checks wants you to have one third 
they want they want your rent to be only one third at the very minimum. They say that to, to live, you should your rent should be one third of your. Mm, yeah, your yeah, that's, and, a, that's, and that's the maximum that it should be for you to be able to yep, do. Which is not even you. close for most people. No, you know? no, 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 right, right, exactly. And that's a very good point. So, the city which we live in it should be a huge fucking take of that money right because we live here and it's mm-hmm. our money it's our taxes we pay for it right yeah if if, if you want to spend money for security on your home you're not going to spend one third of your paycheck securing your home unless you're a paranoid schizophrenic or something <laughs> and maybe a meth head <laughs> it is des moines yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately uh but like you're not going to spend that that third of your income on that. But yet we spend a third of our income on the police department here. That's not a third of our income on the emergency services. It's a third of our income on the police department. So that means the emergency services has to fight for their cut out of everything else, out of the other two thirds of the pie. Damn, I did not. I did not know that. Wow. Well, I I I would agree that that is too much money. So when we say defund the police department, we're not telling you to get rid of them. We're telling them they have a, too much money. I see. The police department had a fucking... They, they didn't just show up that night with tons of fucking tear gas grenades, SWAT vehicles, and riot gear. So let me they ask didn't you, just pull that out of their ass. They've had that in stockpile. Like, they're, they have tanks, dude. So let me ask you this. I, and this is me more so just playing devil, devil's advocate. Because I don't disagree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there is something, you know, there's something we thought about so let's say let's say you know the police are defunded. What what happens then? What's the I guess because that's my question. So I don't think that there people have really thought of a next step. Why I say that like the burning of the system. I don't necessarily mean we gotta fucking burn the system down. A lot of this is theoretical philosophy. Yeah, but we're seeing it in action right now. We're oh uh, yeah, what we're seeing is anarchy in action. It's the natural group of mankind. It's it's so direct in in Minneapolis that if you go up to those streets. Um, that they took over, like it's not police. Oh, not at all. No, I, there will literally be civilians that walk out with with assault rifles to greet you on the streets there. See, to or me, it may not be that point right now, but that's what it was. And the police would literally have to come in and forcibly remove them at this point. Yeah, the um, media the media quit talking about that though. Yeah, that's what's you, happening. You do in, understand that civilians control the streets in, in Minneapolis right now. No, I, I guess I did. I mean, well, I, I've heard that completely. You know what? I could be completely stupid. I could. Well, I, no, because I haven't researched this one enough. This is something that somebody told me. Like, okay, so here's the here's what I do understand about the may, Molly. Maybe you can look this up. Like they I don't know about the stat. Just type in just type Minneapolis Police Department. Maybe see if there's any recent news. But from what I understand, like schools and most public institutions said that they don't want to be associated with the Minneapolis Police Department. So I. I don't know. You could be right. I just don't know. Obvious double solutions for. I could be uh, wrong. So, uh, app, type in Minneapolis police abolish. So okay, so, that's I was interesting. Told they were abolished. Oh Minneapolis shit! Police force. Well, that was a month ago, but. They they had. Okay, and go that second one. That's that's sooner. To allow dismantling. So, the, now the police department is not going into these areas. Yeah. They were pushed out. And they understand there that they'll have a war where they start killing civilians if they start. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's how that's how big the tension is, you know? And the stuff that the media won't talk about. 
is what I just told you about. What I just told you about was a was eyewitness accounts of what's going on. Yeah. God damn internet. <laughs> um. Damn, fucking ads, man. Uh, did you hear about Chaz or Chad or what was that? Chaz. Chaz. Yeah, that, that? that happened. You didn't hear about that? Um, in Seattle, um, the civilian. I, I think they've pretty much disbanded by now. But there was a, a couple weeks ago. It was really big. Uh, like they took up the civilians. Like took up blocks in Seattle oh. and like created basically created their own like city within a city. I mean, people left eventually because you know they needed food and all that. You know, basic shit. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, maybe just type that in, Chaz. You you really haven't heard Chaz? No. Yeah, yeah that, that that's happening in Seattle right now. To be honest, like I saw a lot of shit. I haven't participated much in the yeah. marches lately. I wish I and that's that's maybe not the right thing. But I've got a lot going on legally. Um, oh, so they too. cleared it out by now? Okay. Yeah. But it yeah it was a thing for like a couple weeks. Like uh, there were blo- there were like six well, I mean, seven blocks in seattle well, we did like, our protesting was nothing do you guys like did the only thing i paid attention to the news last year mm-hmm. the hong kong protest yeah and that's that's spiked this year too in relation to all this has it yeah oh There's yeah that, protesting uh, in hong kong yep mm-hmm. yep so like this is like um given you know fire and leeway to or not protesting leeway. all over the world the uk is going crazy too yep yep UK, they're going crazy everywhere. the uk has a police problem the uk yeah. has a police problem oh yeah well and, and their police don't even have guns on them regularly yeah, that you know, it's the thing. That's but a, it's a it's a systemic racism issue where black people in, in the UK are held down as well. Oh yeah, well, that's kind of. Um, we just um, her brother in law actually. Um, we just had him on the podcast. He was talking about like how he comes from Kenya and like how like the racism he experienced was like from the you know the English side. Of like where they owned all these colonies, oh. or that you know, if you all want to these get into colonial colony <laughs> into colonialism. We can get into that for just a second. Sure, go for I it. I mean, oh man. So I posted last night uh, something. It was on Facebook. I just said, uh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Black Lives Matter shouldn't be an inflammatory statement at all. Hey man, Black Lives Matter doesn't sound like an aggressive statement to me. Got a lot of aggressive responses, and some people were outwardly racist. Some people were just outwardly ignorant. This one girl gets on there and she starts mentioning um, how, after the end of slavery, there was a Liberian relocation program where the U.S. government offered a free ride to freed slaves to go to to go back to Africa. Now, this was in the 1890s, and these were slaves that had been there for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. These were people who had lived in America. They were Americans. Yep. Yeah, exactly. At this point. And they were offering, hey, we'll fucking send you back to Africa. Paid ride. There you go. It's not your home, right. but we're going to make it We have a home, colony right? there. You guys can go and establish a black American colony in Liberia. And we'll give you a ride there. So these freed slaves, some of them did go. And they actually, um, they created two different sects of people in this country now. So now you have these black Americans who were there and they spoke English and they were different and they formed colonies there. Yep. And, and they started taking over the indigenous people and putting them into slavery just like they had been enslaved themselves. <laughs> wow, really? Right? Well, that's what happens with taught behavior. Yep. These people were given no education and then sent to another country in the world just to live by example right yeah and so it was a disaster and it led to a huge bloody bloody civil war in liberia 
Um, I don't know too much about it. I have a good friend of mine who I might get on the podcast for you if you want. Oh, yeah. Who could be talking about it. Hell, yeah. Uh, one, I'm always one looking for best people. friends. I'll probably recommend him. I was just talking to him earlier about it because I once she brought that up, I was like, I tagged him. I wish he had responded. But by the time he, by the time I got a hold of him, uh, she would, she like had given up on her argument. She's like, I can't school you anyways. And just like, she's like, you don't know anything about history after giving me a whitewashed, white-splained history lesson. Lesson. Mm. And so I fucking, <laughs> Ugh, it was it was a mess. But the colonialism is the reason that Africa is in the state of disarray. Yeah, and under development that it is to this day. Um, and it's not just it's not just white money. Uh, Chinese money is also destroyed. My oh hell yeah! Of, of uh, China, Chinese money mainly, but a lot of different Southeast Asian money, uh, French money, English money, American money. They've all um, just used up Africa as a country. Africa was a place, a source of knowledge and a source of progress and growth throughout throughout um, ancient history, even leading up to modern history within the last like three hundred years. Um, there were empires that came up out of Africa and like it's it's been a strong place but and it obviously still is a strong place because there are still bustling middle classes and oh and yeah stuff like that throughout Coney and all that shit uh, yeah like, you remember you remember Coney 2012 what's Coney you never heard Coney what are you talking about Coney 20 he was this he was this uh, African warlord oh like, yeah, yeah I remember the Coney thing yeah yeah so the, that, he was in was, Africa I think that was Liberian but like what does that have to do with it him? was just a stupid it was just, you were just saying like you know people in Africa are you know uprising and that was just a stupid oh no, no no I'm talking about like there's like an actual like there's actual middle classes and stuff no yeah no I, I you'll I never see I, those images in the news no no I'm not never comparing see, like, I'm not comparing the middle class of Africa to to Coney. Okay. <laughs> I want to make Coney. that clear. <laughs> yeah, it's, Coney was Coney was. Yeah, he. Well, he's still alive, but he's fucked. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a fucked up guy. Yeah, we. Yeah, I remember all. That Not shit. related, but I'm sorry. You continue. Um, you were saying. I don't really know where I was going. Oh, colonialism! <laughs> it's just destroyed and decimated that country, and and uh, shit. Let's talk about colonialism in Vietnam. Uh, it was the removal of the French. It was the French. The removal of French rule in Vietnam that caused the power ga- the power um, vacuum that happened that put the Viet Cong in charge of, Viet- of Vietnam. Mm. Now America shouldn't have been in Nam. Kennedy no, knew that no. Kennedy fucking knew that Kennedy. It wasn't, that wasn't Kennedy. no, it wasn't Kennedy. Kennedy got it. That was Nixon, man. That was Nixon. My bad. <laughs> Dude, Nixon, that way shit. more fucked up than Kennedy was. Yeah. Holy shit! Fuck that guy. Shit. We would not be anywhere near the situation we're at without yeah, no, that no. fucking guy. Um, yeah, my bad. Yeah, they knew that. <laughs> well, don't get me started. Miseducating people, Hold man. On. What the fuck? Don't get me started. No, I appreciate you stopping me. Don't get me started on Nixon, though. He started the fucking war on drugs. Yeah, no, Which, exactly. Bringing it full circle here, Nixon started the war on drugs, and the war on drugs is the number one thing that has oppressed oh, black people, people of color in this country for the last. 60 years yeah like crack cocaine was like specifically created oh, to target and you know crack minorities. cocaine was moved yeah created it, well i'm not sure about the creation but i know it was moved and uh it was distributed it, it was, there there's evidence that it was distributed by to, the cia but yeah by the government to um poor black communities like that's mm-hmm. a that's a speculative yeah. speculative thing yeah it was, it was by the cia to fund um black market or, or uh, black ops 
Yeah, that's uh, the off, uh, yeah. Well, and there's a lot of evidence to that too. How uh, how the government has used uh, black market money from drugs to fund government mm-hmm. programs. That's a and that's a real argument. There's no way that the the cartels could operate the way that the way they do without the involvement of the U.S. government. That's interesting too. Yeah, because that's well, not really related, but like, um, not related, not really. Like how the Clins were fucked with, like giving arms to. I don't know. I don't even know why. Well, yeah. Let's let's talk about Afghanistan. They were shooting us with AK forty sevens and and RPGs that were provided by the United States yep. government for them to fight a war that we didn't want to get our own hands dirty with our exactly. own hands dirty with with the Soviet Union. They funded the the tribal war that happened in the seventies in Afghanistan. Yep. yep. When the Soviet Union came over and, and the Taliban took over. The Soviet Union came, and then there was a war between the Taliban and the Soviet Union. The Taliban were the ones who stepped up and 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 fought the Union, and that's what formed out of that. And they were they were they were using AK-47s and RPGs that were acquired from the U.S. government to fight wow. the Soviets with, and then they were used on us later on by religious extremists because of things that we had done throughout the last 20, 30 years in the oil wars, meaning like Iraq, Kuwait. And, Things yeah. that you don't actually hear about in the news. Things that aren't really as open. You know what I mean? Like drone attacks that have happened over the last 20 years. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, killing, you know, that's the thing. They always kill way more civilians than, like, the people that they're targeting. That was the big thing. Like, well, I don't want, you know, Obama administration. I remember that was a that was a big controversy when he was when he was president. The big, you know, him. He, I think, what was it? He bombed, he bombed more countries overseas than any other president don't get me started on that man <laughs> all right so what you're not a fan or you are or? i said don't get me started don't on that me. okay all right we won't get you started <laughs> no, yeah i don't like him uh you just didn't do much no you know i would agree honestly he was a likable guy he um he was a really likable his guy. second term he was a and i'm what? glad that we saw a black person be elected in office but uh he didn't really do much um and I, he didn't have much of a backbone I would agree. Uh, the, the most disappointing thing that I ever remembered seeing as a president. And, like, when you have a president, you want them to seem powerful against exactly. other world leaders, especially when um, it's, like, Putin. Or yeah. Putin. Putin's the alpha. Putin Putin is an In terms of politics, yeah, definitely. Putin is an aggressive alpha male, and he's going to run the room, and he made Obama his beta. Now, when you see Trump and Putin go at it, <laughs> it's not that. It is. It's a barking fest. Well, it's kind of interesting because no, I don't like Trump either. But I'm I'm just pointing out character. Well, no, I'm not. And when I say this, I'm not saying in support of Trump either. But I think that was a big pull in Trump. I think yeah. that's why a lot oh, of people yeah. voted for him because they viewed him as that person. That yeah, that the, t- the that, tough American alpha. Yeah. people people want something to follow, and they viewed him as a, as a real thing to follow. Yeah, it's like with Bush. I and mean, they, and, and and yeah, and it happens every time. Like you get you get a calm president, and then you get a. An out there president Bush was an alpha. He was, yeah. Stepped up to the plate. Bush Bush wasn't a great president. Bush did a lot of shitty things. But at the same time, nobody has ever no sitting president aside from the one in charge who was in charge during uh, um, what what uh, uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, fuck that would have been oh, <sighs> the guy in the wheelchair Eisenhower. What? FDR. FDR. Yep. Was that? Yep. Look it up. Yep. Make sure we're. Ask Doctor Google. I'm like 95 percent sure. Yeah, it was the um, guy in the wheelchair. Was, FDR. Yeah. FDR. So, George Bush was the only sitting president who ever went through something similar to the. Or he was the only president besides. Yeah, 
You're right. Sorry for questioning. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, FDR was the only president besides George Bush that ever went through something similar. Hmm. Yep. And that would be a direct attack on American soil. And uh, th- Bush handled himself in a way that... Uh, put yourself in those shoes, I guess, you know? Have you ever seen <laughs> Fahrenheit 9-11? No. It's a movie by Michael Moore, and it goes through like it goes through everything with 9/11. Um, Bush actually. <laughs> so there's this clip after he gets told um, when you know because he's like sitting in the classroom, he's reading the story to the kids. Mm-hmm. Like he gets told there's a there's a clip. He gets told by his advisor, like whispered ear, that the country's under attack. He sits in that chair reading the book to the kids for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes after getting told that just like and like his expression on the camera is just like <gasps> fuck I don't know what to do I'm just gonna like read this book <laughs> <laughs> kids so, can read things like they know something. yeah Man, those so kids were like I guess that's I guess that's where I would maybe criticize what you just said is like um I think he was maybe painted in a way that was like that, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think that he handled it good. I'm saying no. That, he. I think he I'm was saying that if you're gonna talk about a puppet for president, I mean that was the fucking guy. Oh yeah, I mean, he, Jesus invaded, he invaded Iraq and now we control oil. Where, well, we don't now, but it gained more oil control. Yeah. In Iraq. Oh, how, that was like that was the yeah. main reason. I mean, everybody's yeah, kind of come to that conclusion by now. Yes and no. Yes and no. Hmm. He knew for a fact. Well. He knew for a fact that Saddam Hussein was involved with Al-Qaeda. And he knew for a fact that Al-Qaeda was the ones who did it. And so he sent... It was a hunt, but... Yeah, the oil was definitely part of it. But, like, what I'm saying is... No president has gone through, besides FDR, what George went through. And so it's like... So what you're saying is you're giving him the benefit of the doubt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, that's fair. No, I think there are plenty of people who would probably agree with you. And he's a man, and that's why I don't get into it with these presidents. And and now I understand more so to this day that it's all a puppet show. Anyways, George was definitely yeah. a puppet, and he played into everything. And mm-hmm. Homeland Security was exponentially Homeland Security was formed after nine eleven. It didn't exist, and now yeah. it's the most. It is the most reaching government agency in the world that's wow i didn't know that man they can do anything there was a bill just passed last week that says that they can really go through they can go through any search any of your search history all of it without a warrant um the patriot act have you ever heard of that yes i've heard of the know, patriot act. do you know much about it, do you know what it um very vaguely go, so go the patriot act basically says that they, they can arrest you under the suspicion of terrorism Suspicion yep. of acts of terrorism, they can hold you for, like... There's a un- certain amount un- of time, right? No, um, I don't think so. Oh, really? Like, unspecified amounts of time. Oh, damn. It's basically an all-overstepping... Yeah, uh, that was the big controversy. It, it targeted Muslim Americans. Th- right? Because that, that was enacted right after 9-11, and that was the big controversy. Because they... Because I think what... What happened is they uh, they fuck who it like, targets. It doesn't matter. This this law is still in the books to this day. Yeah, like yeah, that that's right. And and it's weird when you're um, when your enemy is a radical um, sect of a religion. Yep. 
and it's hard to, because they go and they hide among the originals but it's but it yeah I'm not gonna get into all that <laughs> yeah um, we definitely don't have to we're way off topic yeah you know we uh, we've been going for I think it's it's, a, it's been at least tired. two hours I I, I, got, I gotta go swing a, swing a sledgehammer in the morning no I have to I actually have a podcast tomorrow morning um okay. with a guy in Denmark so yeah we can definitely wrap this up Sweet. um it's been a great fucking episode man holy shit I'm so glad that we were able to sell uh or celebrate the 30th episode with Whoa. Chef Develliot I can't believe we made it this far honestly and there's gonna be many mon- many more to go yes thank you we just did that. Right, you know. At this I point, just stuck his hand and then I touched my. <laughs> See? Yeah, what the fuck? You're just like making sure you get it now, basically. <laughs> Honestly, I think I did have it. Well, that's that, you know, and that's that, that's um that's my theory. I mean, at this point, I've probably already gotten it and probably already passed it. I'm probably. sure that happened. Well, I'm Chef Develliot. Yes, <laughs> we are. This is Coleman McAllister. Yes, we are signing off on them Callister hours. Um. Fuck, like I said, man, it's been a great episode. Um, Go follow me. Yes, follow him. Follow the fuck off him. I'm going to give you... I'm going to pull all your links downstairs. I guarantee it. Or down the links. What the fuck am I talking about? It is too late. I've had too many beers. I've had one cigar. (laughs) Drunk. (laughs) Drunk. Partying. All that shit. Um, Yeah. So, next episode, we have Katie Williamson coming on. She's going to talk about... uh, She's a good friend. She's going to talk about some religious stuff and all that. Um, and and just some you know what's going on currently. We go back a while back. <laughs> um, besides that, field trip is coming up. Get your tickets for that now. It's gonna be a fucking dope ass yes. event. We're gonna be taking. He, he's gonna be there. Um, Y'all know you fuck with Starterbox. Yep, Starterbox. All their shit. They're all gonna be there. Um, I'm not. I don't know the ticket prices off the top of my head, but they're relatively cheap. And it'll be uh, worth it. It'll be affordable. You're gonna wanna go. Definitely be worth it. Um I don't know if dates off the top of my head, but I wanna say it's August fourteenth or sixteenth. If I remember. Hell yeah it is. Something like that. Yep, that's correct. Alright. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> what it is, what it do, what it does. What it is, what it do, what it does. Alright everybody. Your catchphrase. What it is, what it do, what it does. Yeah. That's what I just What it saying. is, what it do, what it does, what it don't, what it did. <laughs> I'm gonna have to implement that. That's fucking great. <laughs> Alright, everybody. We've already been going on way too long, so fuck. Let's just end this bitch. (laughs) Alright. Peace out, everybody.